our first episode of Movies Under the Influence, M-U-I. And guys, it's my pick. And just like my pick, it's very divisive. Divisive in the sense that I don't think these guys like it. (laughs) But we're going to talk about it because we did watch it. Guys, it's a trip. It's a drug trip. It's a trip to Las Vegas in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. We survived. But is there some PTSD in this? We'll find out on a very special, uh, as your lawyer, I suggest that you listen to the review. Review. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where a few small-town dudes are giving you our big, dumb opinions. I am Troy S. Thompson. (laughs) And I was a mile outside of Barstow when the beers kicked in. I'm Gary Busey. (laughs) Can I I hug you? Can I kiss you? I'm kind of lonely in here. Kind of lonely out here. Guys, we're talking fear and loathing in Las Vegas tonight. Uh, as you heard right at the top, first entry. I would say the first full entry. Yeah. Uh, into this was our inspired by Half Baked. And uh, that was also a thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is turning into a bad month, guys. Wow. So far, we're batting. Well, we'll see. We'll, at the we'll very see end. where we're batting. We'll see. We'll it's see. bat country. It's bat. <laughs> Very good. It's backcountry. Uh, we're going to get into some news, because we're going to leave Fear and Loathing to the top of the hour. Of course. Oh! <laughs> and the first thing... Oh. Just hold on, on hold shirt. on. Hold on, you said get what? Shirt, get your shirt out. <laughs> Grab your shirt. You said what? <laughs> so, hold on. He's coming hold soon. On. Insight. You, you said top of the hour, didn't you? I did, like minutes ago at this point. Check your messengers, boys. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> For real. Okay, cool. <laughs> you sent us a screenshot of you starting. <laughs> Golly. Very what good. A... Good joke. Uh, oh, wasn't that great? So, insight on uh, my life. Every single day after we do a show, Chelsea asks, how'd the show go? Yeah. And I'm like, ah, you know, it went good, you know. Uh, <laughs> the second one is, did, did Cole make it? No. Cole at the top of the hour. Last, no, last week, wow. I go, there was a lot of cum talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I think we talked about cum like seven different times on the show. And she's like, God. All right, I'll listen to it, I think. <laughs> I've been going back and listening to our old shows because for some reason, like a lot of my podcasts that usually release didn't release this week. So I've been going back and listening to our old shows and listen to the Showgirls one today. There's a lot of cum talk on that one, too. <laughs> I think cum talk, like cum is like our old faithful for <laughs> podcast topics. <laughs> I'll have to keep that in mind just to look at more cum news. A lot of jizz jabber. <laughs> jizz jabber. 
eventually we just <laughs> change the show to jabbing about jizz. <laughs> Uh, Jabbing about jizz. Uh, I think Alan Jackson had a song about that, didn't he? <laughs> I would just puke if he did. Alan Jackson singing about Way jizz. Way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Jabbing about jizz. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, first bit of news you know I who got. going to check out of that? KV, because she's a big Alan Jackson fan. <laughs> KV. Even a bigger fan about Alan Jackson talking about jizz. (laughs) Get that jizz wave going. Yeah, get a jizz (laughs) wave. (laughs) He stole my thunder. Oh, my God. Jack off on a duck. (laughs) The old Alan Jackson Jeep jizz wave. (laughs) Uh, Oh, shit, it's stuck that way. (laughs) I let it dry. Uh, Oh, my God. So, the Why the Last Man series is coming to FX in very small amount of time. September 13th, the first three episodes are going to be dropping in a block, which I was actually surprised that the first three They did put a trailer. I don't know if we talked about it on here, but they did put a trailer out for it. Yeah, I saw it. uh, I've read the series before, and heads up, spoiler alert, uh, for... Imperius Rex will also be covering it because the Ooh. show will be dropping. Might actually watch that one because I actually did read it. <laughs> Very good. Uh, <laughs> so that is going to be coming up pretty soon here, and I'm pretty excited about it. The uh, The critics got the first six episodes, and they said while the first three episodes are good, the next three, four, five, and six, really take some pace and like really are great. Sweet. So, stick in there for the first three. I don't know if they're going to... I'm assuming they're going to be hour-long episodes-ish. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I can't wait, because I think the, uh, it's also going to be on Hulu day of, or at least day after. Yeah. With that FX on Hulu deal they got yeah. going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for Why the Last Man. I, was... I know Molly's pretty jazzed about it, because she, uh, she loves stories where women are very... In the forefront, and this is like large a, and in charge. And this is a very, uh, very woman-heavy sh- story since there's only one man that's alive in the entire thing. Yeah, well, two creatures with a Y chromosome. This is true. I was that's actually true. reading a bit about it, and they, uh, be- they kind of modernized the book a little bit to be in the more current time. So if you're a trans woman, like, oh shit, you technically don't have a Y chromosome. Oh shit! So you will be dead. It's it's genetically a Y chromosome. So they're going into that kind of aspect too. And then the person who consulted on the show is also a trans person and oh, got the cool. green light from them. So it's like, whew, we didn't offend it anybody. Just, imagine them writing things and then they just like look off the side and she's just like, mm, yep, that's fine. Or just get the red pen. Uh, okay, that's yeah. not... Uh... The one thing I'm worried about is that the show will be labeled as, like, too woke, you know, and get, like, dumped on kind of that way. Yeah, maybe, but... but I- I'm not going to judge it until I see it. Yeah, me neither, yeah. but uh, I'm I'm into it. Cole, have you heard anything about this show? I don't know a fucking thing you guys are talking about. Great. So <laughs> there's a series called Why the Last Man <laughs> in which everything in the world that that's technically still standing on earth or swimming or flying 
with a Y chromosome dies. And the only one that didn't is this guy named Yorick and his pet monkey Ampersand. And they go on like a whirlwind adventure through this like apocalyptic world to try to find... He's initially trying to find his girlfriend who's in Australia, but then a whole bunch of other things happen and it's like a fun adventure and yeah it's interesting it's it's it is really interesting and you the initial aspect of the the thing it's like wow that sounds like every man's fantasy one man all the chicks it's not that immediately <laughs> it is it is I, a, okay yeah and like political factions form and like almost all infrastructure crumbles because like in the real world, like ninety percent of all this shit is run by men, and now there's none of that. It's oh like, yeah, like there's no shipping, like yeah. across oceans or pilots or yeah, that's construction. Like one of the fun parts about it is that like the entire infrastructure collapses because men are just power hungry mongrels that yeah. just like <laughs> yeah, you know what? We got it, and now they're dead. So then it's like fuck. We don't know what the I mean. We're capable, we just don't know what the fuck to do because yeah. we've been held down by men all of our lives. Yeah, there's that. It's, yeah. And it's not even that. It's just like in some professions, it's like a majority of men yeah. run it. Yeah. And so then there's like so few of them left. So it, it's, yeah, it's it's really interesting. And I'm, yeah. I, it's been trying to, it's been tried to been adapted for a long time. Yeah. Probably close to like 15 years It's it's tried to be adapted. Yeah. And it's finally coming. For, Did for, you say? Do you know? Are they are they doing a bulk drop, like several episodes, or just one per week on Hulu? Uh, three at uh, at the very start, and then okay. I, it's a one a week. And then it's one a week. Yeah. yeah. Cool. All yeah. right, I'll check it out. Which I really like that format. Yeah. Like, give you get you hooked with three episodes, and then you want to continue on with another one, and you gotta wait, and it's like, oh, you shit, you shit bird. <laughs> Yeah, you oh, yeah. fucking shitbird. Uh, but speaking of Hulu, yeah, Hulu is going to be raising their prices by one dollar oh, for fuck. for uh, subscriptions with ads and without ads. Just stick it to the middleman. Is that it? Is that it, Hulu? <laughs> I quit. So, and that's and that starts October eighth, guys. I'm not gonna lie. I, we've been me and Molly have been like almost watching Hulu exclusively lately. Yeah, There's so much shit on there now. Yeah, I've I've noticed that. Uh, when I jumped on there just to try to like just browse through there, I'm like, yeah. oh shit, I want to watch that, 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 that. It's a lot of shit on there now. Yeah, like anytime we fall asleep watching like a sitcom or something, it's generally usually always from Hulu because mm-hmm. they have a lot. Yeah, of, I they have a lot of sitcoms on there. It was a couple years ago by now that we pretty much stopped watching Netflix. Yeah, like they have some stuff on there that catches my eye once in a while. But just consistently to go back to on a regular basis, Hulu's on pretty frequently. Yeah. Yeah. Even over like even over the new ones like Disney Plus and Paramount and Peacock. Well, Peacock, you know, I gotta watch wrestling. <laughs> what's the what's the number <laughs> By the one way, what's the number one streaming right service in your house? Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. I think I know the I know what it is for you, you fucking oop tuber over here. <laughs> I'm going to cut out YouTube, and I would say right now probably Disney Plus is 
is my. Uh, okay, I can see. I that mean, it, it. The kids really put it over the edge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it, you'd be watching me? it as much as you and Chelsea in the house. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. For I me, ha- it's honestly a huge toss-up. Like, I would say, for me, because of the wrestling, it's Peacock. Yeah. But for, like, Katie, she's more Hulu. Yeah. But for the kids, they're probably more Disney+. Plus. But, like, Piper has recently fallen in love with RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> oh, my dude! I gotta get together with Piper. We gotta start geeking out. <laughs> speaking well, of, you know speaking, what? Let me get Piper of... on the pod next week, and you guys <laughs> hey, can talk. I'm for it. Speaking of RuPaul and also trans, uh, Kylie Sonique Love, the first trans winner of RuPaul's Drag Race or uh, All Stars. Kylie Sonique Love, she's a trans woman. Holy shit, she's hot as fuck. <laughs> Like, yeah, like there's like the talk about like how God creates the perfect woman. I think man is getting real close because <laughs> they they transform. They transform. She she got all the right parts. Oh, boy. God. Damn. Like there are so many times like I'd be watching that. And I'd just be like, Molly, I want to tell you right now. I know she's a woman, but I want to fuck that woman. <laughs> That's a hot ass woman. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know she used to be a dude, but I, I'd fuck that woman. She's hot as shit. <laughs> hey, we live we live in a new world, man. Dude. Tell, uh, dude, you look up look up Kylie Sonique Love. She is hot as look fuck. Her right look her up. I'm looking her up right now. Kylie. She's, she's the latest winner of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Oh, there she is. Wow. Wow! Yeah. Wow! She, she, and she used to be a dude. <laughs> I don't care. I yeah. See, look, barriers getting broken. Wow! New frontiers. New frontiers. <laughs> Man, this is like the American West. <laughs> this is like the American West. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Anyway, motherfucker. Hulu. <laughs> Raising their prices by a dollar starting October 8th. Unless you have the Disney Plus bundle or Hulu Live TV, that's staying the same. So Okay, hmm. we're not all oldest man alive, okay? <laughs> we can't all afford yeah. Hulu Live. We're not buying streaming yeah, we in don't bulk. Have our old, <laughs> we don't have our war bucks from World War One. like oldest man alive. We're going to fucking streaming Costco and picking up the bundle. <laughs> I just want, like, Amazon Fire Stick or something to come out with, like, the bundle, where it's just, like, nine streaming services for a hundred bucks. <laughs> That's uh, down the road, right? Like, it's got to be down the road, where Bezos just owns everything. And it's it, like, it, yeah, it, just get it, all nine for a hundred. I can't wait to see the epic battle between... I can't wait to see World War Three with Disney versus Bezos. <laughs> and then it's just, like... Whoever works for which company is put in this war where they have to actually kill each other. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, oh, I, I want to add in there, though. I think if um, the kids weren't uh, in this competition, I think Hulu would edge out any other streaming service. Because Chelsea watches a lot of stuff on Hulu. Hulu's good. Yeah, so... 
Man. You just got so much. It so makes, much TV. It makes me, like, step back and be like, what am I paying for for some of this other stuff? Yeah. Because, like, I, lo- I want to have HBO for their, like, the huge library of stuff. But I barely watch anything on HBO. I'm, I'm starting to get back into HBO. I'll talk about it when we get into what we've been watching, but I jumped into a when show. You say that. I because I'll a... also talk about what I've been watching, and it also includes HBO Max. Oh, I've been whoa, I've been jumping into a show on HBO whoa. Max where I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have gotten this sooner. Wow. wow what yes. if we both jumped on the same show and didn't even know it? Whoa. What we're we... going to say it at the same we're time gonna, we're gonna, on. We're going to say it right when we, get to, <laughs> when we get to what we've been watching. We're going to say it at the same time. <laughs> oh, my yep. God. It... We'll, see if we're, we'll see if we're not drunk enough to get to the... What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Oh, shit. But realistically, I I'm watch almost hours and hours 32 of ounce crawler, by the way. <laughs> you said you're already done with a crawler? Jesus. Um, I have like five sips left and it's gone. You're a sick man. Well, get, get your, get your wife to throw alcohol. you some more beer up there. Uh, What's that? Get your wife to throw you some more beer up there. <laughs> I don't have any more. Don't you have like a broom up there you can knock on the floor? And, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, run to the mobile. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you hear me go mute for about two minutes, it's because I had to run downstairs and get something else. <laughs> start, start making yourself some mules. Uh, Ooh. So, <laughs> another streaming service I'd like to talk about just for a second is Paramount Plus. So, Cole, you graciously let me borrow your account. And for. Oh, it's about fucking time you acknowledge me. I acknowledge this almost <laughs> every week on how gracious I am. So, anyway. And I expect it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff on there that my kids are enjoying. Yeah, I walked in I walked in on them half naked watching Paw Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> All of us are half naked. Oh, <laughs> yep. Even Chelsea. <laughs> we. We. That. So, that Paw Patrol movie is now on Paramount Plus. After we went to go see it in the theater, I knew it was going to drop on Paramount Plus. And I don't know, Cole, did you have to purchase that? Or was that just no. free? Okay. No, this was free. Yeah, I think it came out the same day, actually. I couldn't remember if there was like a purchase thing with it. But anyway, my kids have watched it nonstop. Like, it's, I was going to bring it up in like things I've been watching lately, but Miles was home uh, sick on Monday. And he, <laughs> I got, I came home for lunch. And Chelsea's like, he's literally watched it four times in a row. Oh like, I just God. started oh, over. Man. And I'm oh, like, oh my, my God. God. And I just finished it right after we're eating dinner here. And he's like, watch it again. So I started it again. So Holy when shit. you came today, that was, was like the, the second time. time in a row that it's been played <sighs> since we've been home at 530. Wow. And we rode Ooh. bikes after that. Like, so wow. like, it's... Just on repeat. And for a little bit before that, it was the Sonic movie that they're in love with. So, like... Really? I still have yet to watch a Sonic movie. I think it's good. Well... Dude, Sonic is good. I had my, like, hesitations about it. Yeah. Right? And I went in with reserves, Mm -hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised. Is it the best thing ever? No. But, like, it is definitely better than probably what you think it is. Fair enough. There you go. It's a fun movie. It is fun. I'm telling you, now that now that you got Paramount Plus, you got to try and get your kids into some Nicktoons. Some old Nicktoons. I've tried. Uh, the ones I want to watch, Chelsea, think are creepy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, not real monsters? Is I, real well, I tried Ren and Stimpy, and she's like, this is gross and scary, and I don't like it. And I'm like, you... But it, 
dummy. It's <laughs> you fucking dummy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Chelsea never watched Red and Stimpy no, when she, she was a kid. She did, but now seeing it as an adult and showing it to our kids, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with us? Like, what? Like, I'm like, I, turned out, I turned out just fine. Oh, dude, yeah. <laughs> I think I got a lot of my sense of humor from Ren and Stimpy. Of course. So I... Now I have to watch that alone. That's what that's what I've come to. But uh, just sad and alone, just sitting in your ch- chair, just <laughs> drinking like a fucking bush light, just like watching Easy. Ren and Stimpy. It's gonna be a Miller Light or something from Highway Twenty at the very least. Fair enough. Highway Twenty, go and check them out. Uh, but I went. I was gonna yeah, put out uh, Prowler, that uh, Paramount Plus also is hosting Star Trek Day, which is today oh. as we oh. are recording. Okay. So they've got a plethora of different things uh, for Star Trek Day up. Because nice. they own the, the Star hope Trek library. Pat Masco has Paramount Plus. Oh, if he doesn't, he he's would. a fucking fool. Yeah. Nice. For how much he puts over Star Trek, that's, that's, that's better than Star Wars, which it's not. No, it is not. But uh, <laughs> it's odd, though, that like half the Star Wars library, if you're just counting movies, is not great. <laughs> but still, still better than Star what? Trek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. But, uh, so yeah, that's today. So if you're listening, when this comes out, you missed it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) the Matrix 4 trailer, uh, that was shown at CinemaCon, uh, last weekend or the weekend before, uh, that's going to be out tomorrow. So the day this drops, the, the Matrix 4 trailer should be out. I saw the teaser of it already. Um, a lot going on, very quick clips. Couldn't okay. really discern what was actually happening. I'm very curious what it's going to entail. Um, so am I. So I, I heard a theory that somebody, or not a theory, but I heard that somebody said that it's gonna be it's gonna be canon with mate with the Matrix. Yeah. But they're going to say that the Matrix movie was in fact an amalgamation of the Matrix, so the Matrix movies didn't happen. They just convinced people that they did happen because they came out. So okay. they're, it's supposed to be super meta. Like, <laughs> okay, I can I could see that happening, but I also could see them just kind of redoing the first Matrix movie. Yeah, I can see that too. Like, it's supposed to be canon, but yeah, th- those three Matrix movies are supposed to be like the machines m- constructed the Matrix movies to convince people that. <laughs> We actually won the war, but in fact, we're still in the Matrix. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, fr- friends of the show, GHD and Dinosaur Neil, uh, they're going through and watching all the Matrix movies again. Yeah. And it's made me kind of want to do it, too. I kind of want to do it, too. But, I, man, after that first one, yeah, it's they really hard. So, this last weekend, I saw them, and they're like, yeah, we watched the first Matrix. It fucking holds up oh i do yeah me and molly watched it and it was like fuck even with you can even with like some of the cg that's still dated they still put it in a way where it's like fuck this is still real good and uh and i haven't seen two and three maybe since they came out or maybe once after that i don't barely i barely remember what happens in them yeah and i'm in my head I'm thinking, like, 
I know when I saw them, they had a bunch of very heady ideas that maybe I wasn't ready for and the world wasn't ready for. Yeah. But now the world has gotten more complicated and maybe it's not that complex of an idea. Yeah. But maybe it still doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, not me yet. Haven't gone back and watched them. And I'm kind of more curious to watch two and three than even just revisit the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, I remember like moments from two and three that I was like, these are cool, but I don't know for some, whenever they would <laughs> not be in the matrix, it just seemed so boring and just very, I don't know. Yeah. I only remember stuff <clears throat> when they were in the matrix in yeah. those movies, like the highway scene, the highway scene with the twins that could like the ghost kinda, twins, the or ghost whatever. twins were really cool. And then in like the third one where like. Agent Smith just, like, cloned himself, like, a million times. So it's, like, fucking uh, Neo versus, like, a thousand Agent Smiths. Does that happen in the second one? No, it's the third one. I think it's the third one. The one where he fights him on that rooftop and he's got that stick? I don't even know. <laughs> Cole, have you seen any of the Matrix movies? Hey, guys, I'm gonna shock you here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think we need haven't to haven't seen a single fucking scene from any of them. Well, maybe when it gets closer to this, maybe we'll do a we'll do some Matrix watching. Oh, when does Matrix Four come Matrix out? Matrix One, because I know it comes out on HBO Max. Oh, it does. Yeah, Matrix Four <laughs> comes out twenty twenty one. Dis oh, comes out end of the year, December twenty second. Oh. So maybe we oh. can end of the year with a bit of Matrix? Maybe, yeah. You want to do that? Know. What else is going on? What a Christmas fucking present. No, no. Fucking nothing. Fucking nothing. <laughs> Guys, I had big plans for movies in December. Well, we, always, we always try and uh, do uh, what we missed in the year in December. But what would we I'm just we kidding. I had no plans. This year? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably missed something. We could also do just the Matrix. We'll figure it out. The Matrix Miss. <laughs> Troy, let's not have Matrix. this fight. <laughs> Matrix Miss? God. What the fuck did we do for August that was so hard to say? I don't remember. Oh, uh. And, and, and Agnes? <laughs> yeah. I can't even remember what my fucking dumb an one was. Antagonistus. And Agnes. <laughs> Say it again. Uh, Aunt Agnes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I might be drunk already. I'm sorry. My last bit of news is that Shang-Chi came out over this last Labor Day weekend. Yeah. And it was I was doing real well. Kill. Doing real well. So I think I brought up last weekend, real well. or last week rather, that the... The what I had to beat was the Halloween movie from 2007, and that made 30.6 million dollars. Well, it the did. What it. The ha fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween gotcha. movie. Halloween. Uh, so far on its opening weekend, it's made 75.5 million dollars. So it more than doubled it. Making it the Five number one million. Labor Day weekend number one the bullet uh, movie of all time. Uh, it had a budget of 150 million dollars, and so far, 
uh, as of this day, it's made $157 million worldwide. So it's already made its money back. And that's during a pandemic. And mm-hmm. making its money back is not quite it. Because, like, you got to kind of almost double it. So if it makes $300 million in cinemas, it's made its money back. And then some. Uh, roughly. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's without a Disney Plus super subscription <laughs> model or whatever they were doing, like they had with Black Widow. It's theater only. So I think this is going to push uh, some movies that may have wanted to delay it due to the Delta variant to maybe put them out anyway because people are still going to movies. But we'll see how that yeah. really goes if <clears throat> like the Delta variant gets worse. I know. I'm really curious yeah. how, yeah, how, uh, how much of a lock lockdown we're gonna get with with this happening. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get too deep into it, but man, the school that I teach at numbers are like going up, and well, it worries it. me for the fall and winter. Oh boy. Yeah. Um. But with that, too, Shang-Chi also not only made a decent amount of money, but it also is getting some decent ratings. Rotten Tomatoes is at 92%. I heard it's a really good Marvel flick. Like, yeah. I've, I've heard, like, even, like, the fight, like, a lot of people are comparing the fighting in it to, like, Jackie Chan movies. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I can't remember who's the, uh, who's the lead actor in it. What's his name? Samuel Liu or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Um... I saw a little behind-the-scenes featurette with him. Yeah. And it showed a little bit more of, like, an extended kind of making of of that, like, that train fight. Mm-hmm. It looked fucking awesome. But, nice. yeah, there are stunt coordinators from the Jackie Chan crew on this movie. Nice. So, like, in the Marvel Universe, this guy is usually number one or two when they put him in the, like, highest-tier martial artists mm-hmm. ever. And because... Iron Fist is supposed to be the other one, and that one took such a big Oof. dump on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. They're like, let's not do that again. Yeah, <laughs> let's. Yeah, let's not <laughs> insult our viewers by being like this guy that wrestles like that. This guy that fights like shit is one of the best martial artists <laughs> yeah. ever, and he doesn't have any superpowers or anything. He's just mm-hmm. a legit so good that he can whip anybody's ass. That's awesome. And so, I would. I love the idea that they got. Jackie Chan's crew on this movie. Yeah, God, I can't wait to fucking see it. I, I know. wanted to see it. I I think it's coming out. I think it's coming out on Disney Plus like within the month because I heard they were doing like a thing where it was like fifteen it's, days. It's forty five days. Oh, okay. So it's it'd be next month. It'd probably be not even next month. It'd be two months, really. Okay. Well, when it comes out, we'll definitely do it for the show. Yeah. But I can't wait to see it. Yeah, unless I go see it sooner than later because maybe Chelsea's coworker said. Uh, they saw it and it was great. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I, I sh- we should have saw it. We should have saw it. I offered it God, up. Settle down. We, I offered up dinner and a movie as a thing for her anniversary, which was this last yeah. weekend as well. And she's like, are you doing the movie for the show? Because I'm not going to go see a movie if you're going to do it for the show. I'm like, oh, no, God. we're not. And we didn't see it anyway. So I fucked oh, myself. Chelsea, bring in the heat. <laughs> Chelsea, bring in the heat. Anyway. Not mixing business and pleasure. <laughs> she never mixes business with pleasure. Never. Never, ever. You're never, going to ever. a work party, right? Hmm. <laughs> you got that mannequin on back order yet? <laughs> <laughs> I just sarcastically look at my notes. 
Huh. Even after you said that was your last bit Let of news? see. I got uh, no more news here. I don't think. Yeah, we should probably move on then. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know why that got me so good. <laughs> uh, I got some news, guys. Uh, Great British Baking Show. Oh, please it's coming back finally on Netflix. Oh, oh. oh thank God. Uh, I was talking. I brought this up to Molly. She cut me off with a furiousness because she is she has a grudge against Great British Baking Show. What she fucking gotta say. She loves, she, first of all, put this out there. She loves it. Okay. But she said that it went way downhill when they got rid of the two female hosts and Mary Berry. Uh, I would say yes. The... She said after they did that, then it became very mean spirited. Whereas before it felt like it was, it was just people baking. And then even like when people get frustrated, like, the female host would be like, oh, it's okay. And then they would like hug, and then it was like, it made you feel good. Yeah. And then it felt like they took a spin where it's like, we gotta be, we gotta fucking really get in people's faces about how they're baking like shit now. <laughs> um, it's not to that extent. So the next set of hosts that they had during it is like Noel and this other uh, female uh, host. Um, she's an older lady, but she's an older comedian. Yeah. Anyway. They were a bit hard to get into after, like, the initial host left, I would say, yeah. yeah. But once you fell into that, you're like, okay, I feel like it's had the same kind of spirit again. Okay. But then this last season, that, uh, that one older lady comedian left, and it had, like, that weird... Pat Masco looking dude. <laughs> the guy from IT crowd. Pat Masco drop. IT crowd. Yeah. Uh who I did not like at all. Yeah. Like I like him in other things. Yeah. But he is not good on the show. And Oof. Noel is just continues to be a charmer. Yeah. He won me over really. Maybe because how bad the other guy was. I still love what's his name? Paul Hollywood or whatever his never. Oh name yeah, is. Paul Hollywood. That guy's amazing. That guy, I know he's not looking at me, but when he looks in the camera, he looks like he, he I feel like he's staring into my soul. He's got the eyes of a wolf. My God. <laughs> I that, feel like he, he is, he, right I feel like, you. I feel like he has like freeze gaze, <laughs> but he can freeze anything that he looks at, including someone watching his eyes. Yes. I fucking love this show, man. <laughs> It is there. I, there was times when Molly was watching it when it was the two female hosts, mm -hmm. and I was watching with her. I did like it because it did give you like a very warm and fun. It was like a, it was a reality show. It was a competition, but, but it, it never felt like a competition. Yeah, it, it felt like a competition, but it, it never felt like if you don't bake this right, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> like it was just like they're just like, oh, I mean, you're trying your best, and yeah. it was like they like they would like go like. Like, so many of, like, those reality shows where they would pull people aside, it's like, uh, I don't know if you're doing this right. I think you're fucking up. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, God, I gotta try harder now. Yeah. But when they would come and be like, oh, I like it. Just keep trying. I think you can get it. You can get it. And it was like, man, why don't more reality shows do that? I know. It's so <laughs> like, refreshing. Yeah. Like, don't <laughs> not feel like you're just, like, you're under, like, this big scrutinous pressure. It was just like... 
hey, I think it looks good. And I was like, yeah, good, please. <laughs> and you know what they win at the end? A plate. Yeah. That's what they win they at win the end. They win a plate, and then everyone that was on the show shows up for a big party. <laughs> and what I was they like, do. that's what it should be. <laughs> like, Granted, you know, the winners get a lot of deals with other stuff. Like oh, they get their yeah. own book deal, oh, TV I, shows, Yeah, or oh, whatever. I can believe it. But, but, like, that finale looks like so much fun because they invite everyone back from the show, and they, they bring, like, their whole family, too. Yeah. They have, like, a, a big, giant picnic with a bunch of cakes, and I'm like... Yeah, they're playing, like, testicle the, toss out this there. This is the best fucking finale ever! <laughs> you got all these other finales where it's, like... We have to shame all the people that lost and yeah. only praise the person that won. Right. And you'll get $5,000. Yeah. Whereas this one, it was like everyone just celebrates that they were a part of the show and it was the best experience ever. And they all hug and, and like, love each other. Hey, this person won. And they, they like actually like everyone seems genuinely happy that they won and they're having a big picnic. And it's like, that's a fucking awesome finale. <laughs> this is the best show in the world. <laughs> And it can't come back sooner, because I am jonesing for it right now. Well, it's coming back on it's coming back on Netflix this month. Oh, thank goodness! Cole, you watch. Guys, I have no interest in watching this show. I'm God sorry. Fuck you, God! God, fuck you! <laughs> as soon as I heard you're talking about Great British Bake Off, I went to some shit. very legal drugs in Illinois and refilled my drink with some screwball peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> can't wait to hear you eat cereal later in the show. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. Uh, got some health news from the WWE front, uh, Cole. Did you hear this? That Triple H was just recently hospitalized with a cardiac event. Oof. I did hear that. Actually, a couple hours before we started recording. Yeah. Okay. But he's doing all right. He's, 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 doing, he's, he's doing just fine. But, uh, yeah. Yep. Scary. It was a... Uh, Genetic health. Yeah, they said it's genetic. Genetic <laughs> quotes. I read that too. I also read that in quotes when I was reading it earlier. Like, okay. Sure. Yeah, it's genetic. WWE, the only place ever that will put something as a genetic health issue. Yeah. <laughs> Never heard that anywhere I'm sure, else. I'm sure the, the British Bulldog also died from a genetic heart defect as well. <laughs> of course. Even though he yes. was as big as a fucking house at one point. <laughs> And Genetic being cocaine. the wrestling family. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that man was... We're talking about steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, glad he's doing all right. Triple H. Modern yeah. legend. There you go. Uh, guys, I got some Wheel of Fortune news. Oh, God. We all have uh, heard, Jeff? We've heard all of this talk about uh, replacing for Alex Trebek yeah. on Jeopardy. Yeah. Well, guys, on Wheel of Fortune, oh. it appears that Pat Sajak and Vanna White are staying on the show through 2024. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> Holy cow. You had me worried there for a yep. second. Because of all this hoopla going on about who's going to be hosting Jeopardy. Yeah. Don't scare me like that. So the funny thing is about Jeopardy, like so, like the guy that was going on as exec, like the guy that was executive producer, mm -hmm. that was going to be the new host, mm -hmm. and then he got fucking forced out. Like he even lost his job as executive producer because <laughs> yeah. so many people on social media were being like, "Oh, you're just getting the job because you're executive producer," and blah blah blah. Yeah. I've been hearing from a fair amount of people that actually do watch the show that 
So, like, social media was all about LeVar Burton taking over. Yeah. yeah. From people that I've heard that actually watched the show, they said LeVar Burton sucked. And the the guy that was the executive producer actually was a really good host. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So that goes to show how fucked social media is. They did, probably didn't even watch the fucking show. Nobody. Okay. They just, all they saw was that LeVar Burton guest hosted a couple times. And now this executive producer guy is getting the gig. And they're all like, force out LeVar Burton. Bring the executive producer. Wow. Awesome. Good job. <laughs> I fucking hate Jeopardy. I'll never watch it again, even though you don't even watch it. I was going to ask, when's the last time you you wanted to watch Jeopardy never. at your house? My dad watches Jeopardy. That's the generation who watches Jeopardy, and the last yep. time you probably saw it is yeah. when you were at mo- your mom and dad's yeah. house. Same but I love here. that I love that social media is dictating this. That we're, I bet more, I bet 90% of the people that tweeted about this never have not watched Jeopardy in the last fucking five years. Ten years, I'll put it. Ten, I'll, he's I'll saying ten. I'll put it ten. 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> Never. I got, I got almost 15 years experience in the nursing home business. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you, Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, that's all there is. <laughs> like, that's the generation right there. It is. 60, 60, currently in their 60s and up, that's the generation. I would say maybe the older Gen X crowd would be would be watching Jeopardy into the boomers, but uh, yeah. nobody okay. else is actively watching Jeopardy. No. And if they are, they're fucking nerds, okay? Same with Wheel of Fortune. Wow. Oh, do you want to dispute me on that? Are you? <laughs> is that something you want to stand on the soapbox? I mean, I'm in no <laughs> shape or condition to do that right now, okay? Maybe... See me Saturday night after your dinner date, and we'll talk more. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll catch you outside. <laughs> well, that's my last bit of news. Catch me outside. Um, I do have a bit. I got three bits. Holy shit bits, man. Hold the fucking phone right the there before your Whoa! fucking bitch, man. <laughs> Cozy Jack, did you, just, did, you just break into, did you just break into hot and hot takes quarantine over there? I fucking came in with my mask on. Okay, you have your mask on. You sound a little muffled. And I've got my can of microband sanitizer spray. <laughs> and I sprayed it are in you his just, fucking face and said, const- get the fuck you, out of here. I got to talk. Are you constantly spraying him as you speak? Uh, he's out of here, but I sprayed him the whole time he was running away. <laughs> Running away. Is he going to go get that cereal? Did you notice anything about cereal being said? He said that there's some fucking cornflakes. Well, maybe he said mashed potatoes. I can't remember. (laughs) I think he said cornflakes. He said cornflakes with some honey and bananas. How's it going to taste the difference? (laughs) <laughs> between the well, cornflakes and mashed potatoes. Maybe he can't tell because of the COVID and the texture. <laughs> right. I hear the texture just leaves you. Yeah. Yeah. I already he lost his sense of touch. He lost his sense of texture. I've heard you lose your sense of taste, smell, and texture. <laughs> what do you got to say, Cozy Jack? What do you got to say? Well, I'm just, I'm laughing at the thought of losing your sense of texture. <laughs> You're really cracking yourself up over there, huh, Cozy Jack? 
Sorry, I was it. I was all fired up, and now I'm just fucking funnied up. <laughs> Anyways, assholes, I've been gone for two weeks, and I've been sending my buddy, my buddy Jumbo. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, your friend Jumbo Buckets. How'd you how'd you ever meet him? Uh, that's for you to find out, and for me never to fucking tell your ass. Okay. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow. It's, a, it's an ongoing mystery. Okay, all right. So find out another way. Anyways, I've been gone. You know where I've fucking been, though? Where no. you been? Sitting in a goddamn jail cell in Podunk Townville. Whoa. Podunk Townville. Podunk Townville. <laughs> That's the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, okay? Is it? Is it? It's Podunk Townville. That's what I literally just said. <laughs> you said... Play back the videotape or is the it, audio tape. Is it Pode? Is it Dunk Townville? Pode Pode Unk Townville. No, it's Pode Dunk Townville. Pode Townville. This is never going to end. It's is... Pode Dunk Townville. Okay. So what anyway, what asshole. were you doing in Podunktonville? I been I'm fuck off. I've been sitting in a fucking jail cell because I was caught. Selling legal blue chew. I was caught admiring the yard of Troy to the Max Extreme. <laughs> we got a new And you know who town. fucking caught me? Who caught you? Mr. Meaner. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh my god. Get oh, out of here! Oh, I'm so glad I can't fucking see you right now, you asshole. <laughs> I. I take on any people that are breaking the law. He wasn't even breaking the law. He was just admiring my lawn. Have you ever heard of loitering, sir? (laughs) I have. I come from Oklahoma where lawns are not as good as the one in short of the Max Extreme's yard. You were loitering, sir. You were loitering. Mr. Meaner, I've had enough of you. I've had enough of you for a whole fucking two weeks. Why don't you call me by my full name, sir? (laughs) I never found out your full name. What is it, you asshole? You don't you didn't listen to the show? That my full name is Mr. Jumbo Buckets Meaner? <laughs> That's right. My best fucking friend. I am the father of your best friend. Wow. Is this a fucking thing? Is it, <laughs> it what I Yes, I think it is. <laughs> my friend Jumbo's never mentioned his father. He probably wouldn't. He's probably disgraced. Well, it, we, it's still on the case of Maury Povich. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my fucking God. Have the results came in? Have the DNA results came back I in? I do yet? not know yet. Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to get through to him through his wife, Connie Chung. <laughs> that fucking Maury. <laughs> That's an actual thing, what. too. I know it is. <laughs> I'm real close to his wife, Connie. <laughs> Connie. More so Chung. than him. Got it. Got it. <laughs> him, her, her and my wife are really good friends. <laughs> oh, note. talking about wives. Real fucking nice. Classy move, you asshole. <laughs> Why don't you get fucking Bernard on here, okay? That fucking asshole we fucking don't... took my baby, my sweet angel Jan, from me. <laughs> Allegedly. Oh, don't don't even fucking start. If you were with to step foot on this premises, I would be. If you were to step foot on this premises, I'd be hot on the case. 
That's fucking bullshit. I'm waiting hot on your case. I'm, wait, I'm just I'm waiting studio. for him to step foot in here, and then I'm going to arrest his sorry ass. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking believe you for a second, sir. You're going to wow. fucking arrest me for my goddamn blue chew? I sell out my goddamn trunk. You're not here. I can't. I'm still. I only have jurisdiction to this one house. <laughs> That's right. As your your pretty weak grows. ass jurisdiction. <laughs> your power grows day by day as you get more it jurisdiction. Is. Right. I've reached the tree at the end of your yard. <laughs> okay. All right. Wait. Which tree? That one. Oh my. You know God. what I'm talking about. That's a lot. That's a lot in a week. That's right. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So when you fucking arrested me, I was actually out of your jurisdiction? Where were you standing? On the other side of that tree. Oh, no. I've, I've been... I, that tree's been in my jurisdiction for way longer. I think you're full of shit, Mr. Meaner. I, you know, I got some boys. I got some boys oh, that like to take no. care of you. <laughs> yeah, I do. I got some boys... And maybe I'll have to call my boys to take care of you, Mister Meaner. What boys? <laughs> well, they like to they like to haul things. <laughs> they like to haul shit. In fact, sometimes they're called the shit hauling boys. Oh, somebody saying you some shit hauled man. Yeah, I can't wait to haul some shit. <laughs> I would like you to haul the fucking Mr. Meaner bullshit out of here. Ah, actually, we can't do that. You've got jurisdiction. Yep. <laughs> to that tree. Yeah, we can't do anything. Oh, this is bullshit. That's city, that's city code. We actually follow it pretty, pretty abruptly. <laughs> if there's one thing I know more about than hauling shit, it's city code. That's right. We are at town board meetings on a constant basis. That's right. I take the minutes. <laughs> he does. He's secretary. I haul those minutes. <laughs> I'm the treasurer. I haul the money. <laughs> and I'm hauling my ass out of here, see? Wow. Wow. Odd turn of events. Who knew that the shit hauling boys were part of the town board? Are they in oh. Mr. Meaner's back pocket? Has that been? Oh. Has that been overturned yet? Hmm, controversy. Huh, Mr. Reiner. I need to get away from this fucking town. <laughs> Podunksville. Every, yeah. Everybody, what are you doing here in Podunksville? <laughs> portion of Oklahoma. <laughs> My word. I was always treated well in the big stick portion. What about the... God damn it. What about the big pan part? <laughs> the big pan <laughs> Are you talking about the big stick portion? <laughs> no, I'm talking about Big Pan. He's talking about Big Pan. Wait, where's Big Pan? <laughs> big Pan's the other part of Oklahoma. Big, pan, big Pan's connected to Big Stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Big Stick's you know, connected to the You know the, the classic pan. song? Oh, yeah. The Big Stick's connected to the Big Pan. <laughs> big Pan. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Pan's over. Tax ass. <laughs> That's some funny fucking shit right there, boys. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I haven't laughed so hard since the one time old Dr. Death fucked up Oklahoma. I'll tell you what. Jeez, wow, God. wow, wow. 
Man, I got stories all day. But anyway, I just want to come in here and tell y'all Mr. Meaner's a fucking piece of shit lying fuck. <laughs> well, okay. Wow, wow, I'm wow. I'm still here, sir. <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. Go fuck I yourself. You know what? Guys. I dare you to step foot back in, back in my jurisdiction. <laughs> oh, you want me to? I bet you'd like that. I dare you. you. I, I fucking you, dare I you. If I put my foot up your jurisdiction. Wow. Don't... <laughs> Was that a gentle joke? <laughs> That's a joke about me kicking your fucking ass, meaner. It'd be more. It'd be a funnier joke for you talking about my genitals, because Dick is actually in jurisdiction. No one's talking about your genitals. No one's talking about your genitals. Who's this? Anyway, oh no! <laughs> Who just walked anyway, in the room boy, right now? What, what are you fucking talking about? I think it's Lazy Jack. Lazy Jack? <laughs> That's right, I'm Lazy Jack. Lazy Jack? That's right, Brother Jacuzzi what? Jack. Oh my god. <laughs> my long lost brother, Lazy Jack? <laughs> That's right, brother, I'm here to defend you. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> You've pulled you a gun on me like a- cerebral palsy, didn't you? <laughs> I had a full palsy. <laughs> oh, full? Like, it, no, you had a full palsy. The palsy like took me. over your entire body? That's right. Full bird oh, palsy. No. <laughs> full, full, full boy palsy. <laughs> full bird palsy. Lazy, I don't even think I fucking understood you there. <laughs> well, it's too bad you can't see none were, of my lips. Were moving. you in the movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas? <laughs> I was actually one of the lizards. <laughs> Well, I gotta get going. <laughs> I gotta go meet Cozy Jack. I don't want to get all holed up in Pudunksville. Hold up. Hold up in yeah. Pudunksville over here. Oh my gosh, you're here I in lovely... I You're lovely. You're here in lovely Pudunksville. That's Pudunktownville. Oh my... <laughs> your palsy is getting... As my power grows, your palsy is growing. <laughs> Lazy was real good seeing he just, you, or hearing you. He just you. took off in a in a rattleskate scooter. <laughs> rattleskate, rattleskate. <laughs> oh man, what a what an odd turn of events, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I feel like you're kicking me out, so I'm gonna leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right, all right, bye. <laughs> oh, I don't think Cole's back yet, but I did we uh. Did we start hey, this? Guys. By... Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hey, hey, Cole. How's it going? I'm glad that fucking home intruder's gone. Have you never had him arrested for just popping in? Uh, no. Have you? Uh, is that what you're we trying didn't know to do the, right now? We didn't know oh. the policeman for the ju for this jurisdiction until he just showed up last week. Mr. Meaner. I tried calling Mr. Meaner the whole time that he was fucking kicking me out with that microband sanitizer spray. Oh, he showed spray, up. But... Yeah, he was here. He was here. Oh, what the fuck? Well, he probably he doesn't have jurisdiction up here, anyways. No. What the yet. fuck? I have like thirteen missed calls. <laughs> Get out of here, Mister Meaner. <laughs> I'm fucking in and talk to him. God. Now nah, he's gone. Now he's gone. Now. I mean, uh, it is. Anyway, let's get back to the show, guys. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was, this was too weird. We were trying to get into something like super serious. Something and... serious about people dying. That you know. 
But uh, you said something about having like eighteen bits. Yeah, eighteen bits, three bits, three bits, three bits. <laughs> that was before <laughs> Windows ninety eight, wasn't it? <laughs> when we brought up the segment, yeah, it was before yeah. Windows ninety eight. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of ninety eight, here's a here's another thing that's gonna last uh, for uh, fucking years. Uh, Neil's bits theme. Here we go. Oh yes, I can hear it again. Troy just walked up to take a piss. People die and it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neo's bits. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh no, Troy just grabbed a giant ice cube. Doesn't even fit in the glass. Oh, what are you putting on ice there, uh, Troy? Yeah, what's what are you gonna put on ice there? Oh, he's gonna. Oh my God! He just grabbed the mellow corn whiskey. (laughs) That's right. Oh Oh, man, Kentucky's finest. Holy shit. Did I start you know a trend by getting my screwball go, peanut butter whiskey I'm going to go out? ham here. Pour me a little bit in there. Here, let me get you a clean glass. All right, give me a clean glass. <laughs> you want an ice cube? want a big-ass ice cube? Yeah, if you want to give me a big-ass <laughs> ice cube, I'll take one. All right, I'm going to get you a big-ass right. ice cube. I'll be as, right back. as Troy's getting a big-ass ice cube for me, we'll we'll start the Neil's Bits with... Uh, we'll do the wrestling one first. So this, is, this was pretty tragic, and it's going to relate a lot to me and Cole's Y2 Kill Me coming up. But uh, oh. yeah, yeah, this fun. this one was super sad. Uh, Daphne passed away over the over the week. Uh, in a yeah, very tragic uh, uh, tragic event that involved a suicide. But uh, I I vaguely remember her from WCW. But she always I was like people are putting a bunch of clips of her. From from her time in WCW, and she always looked like she was having like so much fun. I think that was like kind of like the thing about her that I liked a lot. Yeah, I I don't know anything about her pre WCW time. Yeah, I think she came into WCW in '99. A pretty she would have been like 25, 24, uh-huh. but I think she was like fresh in the business. Like I don't think she had done much before that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, WCW straight to TNA. She was in the early days of TNA. Yeah, um, I know she was managing. She was managing CM Punk for a while too. Yeah, yeah, she was a member of uh, God. Was it Raven's Flock in yep. TNA? Yeah. Um, and then she was in Ring of Honor off and on. She was in a lot of the the women's indies like Shine and Shimmer. Heavy into those. Yeah. Um, stayed pretty consistent in wrestling like through like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Um, then fell out and, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I heard she put up some Instagram live story, which yeah, like, it, it makes it even sadder that she went like public, you know? Yeah. Like, she, yeah. She put up a thing where she was, uh, she pretty much did like an Instagram live thing about like how she was going to end her life. And it, it, oh, that was, God. yeah. And it, like a lot of people were trying to reach out, like calling the police around like where she lived and trying to get. Trying to get to her before she did anything rash, but yeah, they, I guess they just didn't make it. And Jesus, yeah, yeah. but uh, I think 40, 
46 or 47, mid 40s. Yeah. But uh yeah, like, it's just it, it's 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 tragic, but uh all you can really do is just kind of look back on her career and I'm actually kind of looking forward to seeing like what she did in WCW when we start doing Y2 Kill Me. Yeah, she's pretty heavy in 2000, so that yeah. will be that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Um I know she had a huge impact on today's um women's wrestling in, in pro wrestling. Um a lot of women taking to Twitter and social media saying how much they looked up to her, but also she helped them. Yeah. So she had a big impact. Yeah. I mean, maybe not in the public eye the whole time, yeah. but big impact. A lot of people that came out and talked about her uh, that I saw were always about how she was so nice and like willing to like give up, give up her house for anyone that wanted that needed a place to stay and everything too. Like, yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. Just like. Like, you don't really know someone, like, they, until, like, they just kind of, yeah, like, something like this happens, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I mean, everybody tweets out, like, suicide hotlines and stuff, like, that's awesome. We need to see yeah. them, share them, tweet them, like, yeah. all the mental health help we can get out there is the best. For sure. Because you never yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's, it's crazy. Like, you don't know how lonely people are until it's almost too late sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Messed up. But um, yeah, rest in peace to Daphne. Yeah. Super young, too. My God. Yeah. Uh, my other bit, uh, this is from uh, Today's Show. Willard Scott passed away this past week. Willard Scott? Oh. Yeah. Who's going to be now telling us who's 100 years yeah, who's young? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, and wasn't he the like Smuckers, the Smuckers uh, century? Yeah. He made it to eighty-seven. Did not make it to hundred. He looked older than eighty-seven. <laughs> God, that would have been poetic. Had he made it to hundred, it would have been. Be but, if he uh, died with a jar of jelly in his hand. Yeah, but not Willard Scott passing away at age eighty-seven. Mm. Yeah, probably, probably clutching a jar of Smuckers <laughs> while he. <laughs> Guys, I fucking love Willard Scott. I so, also oh, loved Willard Scott. Like, I even loved, like, during the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade where he'd show up. And I'm like, God, this guy is just, just yes. so yeah. joyful. He's jovial. Yeah. Even when he wasn't, like, grandpa age, he just seemed like a fun grandpa. Yeah. Like, he was just like, he was, because yeah. like, I was, remember when I was, like, heavily watching today's show. They would bring him on every Friday so we could talk about like hundred like a hundred year old people and then do the weather himself and he was always like oh, hey hey like he would just like you know he's like in a garden or something like he would like he would never ever he'd never be in a studio he'd be like in front of a bush or something. Yep, him and Al always had like the best like one two liners at each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, Willard Scott. You will be missed. God, yeah, well, at, least by this guy. Will be missed. at least by the review crew right here. Yeah. Uh, no shit. And my my last my last bit, and this might Give be the me one a you jam got. up in heaven. Oh yeah, <laughs> eat your jam in heaven. <laughs> my last bit. This one. This might be the one you got, Troy. Uh, Michael K. Williams it is the one I have. Yeah. Passing away at age fifty-four. You may uh you may know him like. The main thing that I've been hearing a lot about him is he's from The Wire. He's Omar from The Wire. Yeah. But he's been in a whole bunch of other stuff, too. Yeah. Uh, 
and this one is sad. I don't quite really know the full details of it, but he was found passed away maybe due to a drug overdose. Yeah, I heard it was an overdose. Like, he's been kind of uh, battling, like, a heroin overdose for a while now. He's been no battling shit. the overdose for a while. Well, no, he's been he's been yeah, he's been battling like a heroin addiction. Sorry, you just gave me oh, fucking whiskey, fuck Troy. Fuck you. You barely had a sip of it. Fuck you. It's you enough. It. It's enough. It's the goddamn Kentucky shit that fucking OJ brought. It's one sip is enough. Uh, but yeah, uh, I have I've seen him in other things too, but like. The Wire is the one thing that's going to be in my watch list forever to actually watch. Yeah. I'll get to it eventually. On your, it's your deathbed viewing. It's in. <laughs> I will watch it. Dead in bed. <laughs> watch it dead in bed. <laughs> uh, it's funny you say that because that's also on my on my deathbed viewing. Um, in fact, that was the one thing I. Almost started during quarantine. <laughs> yeah, it would have been the perfect time. <laughs> but I started something else that Michael K. Williams was in. Oh, okay. Oh, I think I know what it we'll is. Talk about that later. We'll get to I it know later. What, I think I know what it is. We'll get to it. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Thanks for uh, bringing all this up, JT. Yeah. For, so you can remember people's legacies. Yep. Big deaths coming threes. Oh, a- and this week was uh, was no exception. That's right. That's right. Oh, that was a good sip of that fucking screwball I just had. Ow. Hey, ow. <laughs> ow. Ow. You're not drinking any mellow oh. corn like me and Troy over here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. And I was going to make myself a mule, but I have no ginger beer. Oh, fuck. Well. So I'm just drinking screwball on ice. That's what we're doing. Well, not screwball. Old, uh, drinking, corn. Uh, metal corn. Old, uh, oldest, oldest man alive be proud of me. Bottled and bond. I don't have any idea what that means. OJ, write in. Tell me what that means, because I don't know what it means. What does that mean? Uh, Well, we do got some mail. Not a whole lot, but we do have some. Um, Subject line, did I make it? Ooh. From the gutter slutter himself. No mail screen? Oh, man. Oh, we got the mail screen? Should we load this up? Oh, shit. That's right. I forgot to do the mail screen last week. I gotta fucking do it. That's right. I forgot Uh, to do the mail screen last week. I felt... I went back and do it. Time to do. I just realized how heavy bass that is at the very end of that. God damn it! Uh, I I went back and listened to our latest show, and I was very ashamed of myself that I forgot the mail screen. Shit. Uh. Anyway, subject line: Did I make it from the slaughter? Uh, sent from the road, and it is a voicemail that he's sending. So I'm gonna play this right now. Let me turn up my volume a bit. Here we go. Holy cow, I hope I made it. It's me. It's the gutter slutter. It's JT Energy. I'm pretty jacked up. I just got done working out, you know, slick in the gutters. It's what I do. I just wanted to swing by. I wanted to give give my excitement to this show. I'm so excited every single week. I wake up Thursday morning, get ready, get in the shower, think about it, hop in the car, put my phone into that jack and what do I look for? Review, freaking review pod. What movie is it? I don't care. I usually forget every single week. And then so I'm do like, we. Yes, it's this movie. Or no, shit, it's that movie. Either way, you guys are so entertaining every week. 
as long as Cole isn't drunk. That shit is unfair. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe not. Um, by the way, uh, I'm excited because you're probably playing this, but it's getting pretty long, so I'm going to say a goodbye and adieu. I love you all. Um, more wrestling. Always more wrestling. Um, AEW is really fun. Okay, bye. There you go. Well, there you God, go. I love Thank you, guy. you, JT oh, Energy, God, for sending in that voicemail. He uh, threw in at the end there the Kenny Omega goodbye and adieu from the end of the last pay-per-view. Oh, I thought he because that immediately made me want to go, my wife. <laughs> Which, <laughs> That's I, Kenny Omega. So maybe we should take this time to mention we were just talking. We are going to cover the next AEW pay-per-view in November on the pod. That's right. There you go. It'll be That's right. We're foregoing Survivor Series. Yeah, we're we're giving we're up on WWE. <laughs> As many of the wrestlers are that are currently employed there <laughs> or have been previously employed there. And literally every time I go on Twitter now, like it's literally like people are putting up like, so I guess this person's contract's coming up here and they're not <laughs> calling for an extension. <laughs> And it's like, oh my god! Yeah, Kevin Owens was the big one this week. Yeah, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I guess Sami Zayn's is coming up like in November. Oh god! And they were saying Holy like shit. he he might not be calling for an extension either. Sami Zayn would be dumb to re-sign with WWE. <laughs> he is too good. Yeah, to just be floating around in whatever position he's in right now AEW is going to have 400 people on their roster okay so that's what i'm thinking too right they are getting almost anybody who was leaving wwe and then some where are they all gonna fit in you know some of them are not gonna make the cut you know yeah so we'll see how that goes we'll see oh, we'll see we'll talk we'll talk about it in november we'll t- yeah yeah and they don't have a pay-per-view coming out or our event <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah, if I know not everybody's a wrestling fan, but it'll be one show and you can skip out on one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. Uh, that, that, that's all the mail we got for this week, guys. It's just that one oh. voicemail, but I did want to say if people Good do, love hearing if people, you, uh, do want to leave a voicemail or any email, they can do that at review at gmail.com. You can tell us anything you're into. So, yeah. uh, really, or, yeah. or even, or even your deepest, darkest secret. That's we right. We won't tell anybody. That's right. You list of fears. Any of, of fears, any of your address, uh, the worst thing you've ever done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We it's it's let's do that. Doctor September. It's Doctor Five. Years. Top. Five, oh, I'm gonna go top five worst things you've ever done. <laughs> Send them to us. Or that. Send us your medical you history. Too. Send us your medical history. <laughs> uh, top five people you've murdered. Yeah. Send any us of that. that. <laughs> Um, just give us a real detail about that one instance where you committed fraud. All that. That'd be great. Top five, top cre- top five credit card numbers that you own. <laughs> Send that to us. You know, those will be a hit. Top five passwords you frequently use. <laughs> Send us that. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, what's going on in the tournament of random movies this week, uh, guys? We had the good, the bad, and the ugly versus Hancock. Yeah, and for a few moments there, I know I saw good, this. bad, and ugly was sixty nine and kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. No, but uh, did not 
did not come through. That's it, right. It, only one was 63% yes. percent of the vote. So yes. it, it's not winning, but it's moving on. Yes. It's moving on. I mean, it's winning. It's this round. Winning. But it's not winning. Win- yeah, not <laughs> winning. Does not have tiger blood. <laughs> but uh, it is joining the Dark Knight Reservoir Dogs and Good Time in the uh, Give Me a Quarter I Love Quarter finals. Which brings us to, and Troy will be happy about this, movies that don't have... <laughs> that didn't uh, that, that didn't cross over, over yeah. from, from the previous one. Even though last week it, I did catch on. And I think that even the tournament before that, I caught on the last round that it was available. I was going to... I was thinking of just coming back here hinting that this one also crossed over to see if you would catch on. I wouldn't have remembered. And you wouldn't have remembered. <laughs> and you would have been trying to scroll through all the movies that were in the last <laughs> tournament that... But it, yeah, no, it's fine. So here we go. We got four. We have four more movies in this first round before we get into the Give Me a Quarter I Love quarterfinals. That is unless something 69s and we just scrap it all together. Right. Uh, so this next first round match is a movie from 2019. Okay. Ooh. Based on a famous horror book series. Okay. And a film from 2011 that stars Matt Damon. Matt Diamond. 2011. Oceans 2011. <laughs> it is not that. Uh, one of the Bourne movies. Not a Bourne movie. Mm, the Martian. It is not The Martian. I can't remember what mo- time that came out. Uh, he buys something in it. A zoo? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that movie's called. I just know buys a zoo. It's Let's buy a zoo. We bought a zoo. <laughs> Fuck, I knew that. Was- we bought a zoo is in the term random movies. And it goes against- Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Fucking so coy about like, me guessing almost all of the title. And uh, it goes against a movie from uh, 2019. 2019 based on a famous book series. Is it a Stephen King book series? It is not a Stephen King book series. Mm. And the tagline's not going to help. The tagline is based on the iconic book series. <laughs> it is a it is a uh, it is a uh, book series for kids. Mm. Goosebumps. Is it like a not Goosebumps? Like a Lemony Snicket? But it's another a scary book sn- series for kids. Scary book series. Oh, yeah, it's scary. Scary book series. Scary. For kids. The Hardy Boys. Scary. Movie. Scary, like, Scar- book series. Oh, scary. scary stories we tell in the dark? The exa- yep, scary stories we tell in the dark. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. So, scary stories to tell in the dark versus we bought a zoo. God. <laughs> this was a fucking awful matchup. <laughs> I have my vote already okay. in mind. I'm pretty sure I know what it is. I love zoos. You don't see, well, I don't know. You didn't see like the biggest zoo enthusiast <laughs> looking at you. Uh. I think I'm going to vote for <laughs> Scary Stories We Tell in the Dark. I was a big fan of that book. Really? Yeah. I love the illustrations in it. Yeah? 
The illustrations are horrifying, still as an adult. Right on. Uh, actually, Ghost Hunter Dave has this book at his house, and we were flipping through it, like, I think last year around the time, or I've been two years ago at this point, where this movie was coming out. He's like, do you remember these these drawings? I'm like, yeah, they're horrifying. They've stuck with me this whole time, since, like, I've been a fifth grader. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it, like, a, like, one where it's, like, spiders come out of, like, a girl's eye or something? Or Something? Yeah. Yeah. There's horrifying. They are fucking freaky. Yeah. yeah. So look that up. I wish the whole movie was edit, like uh, animated like that. Just there like give go. you a fucking nightmares beyond belief, fact or fiction. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, I love Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> is this uh is is this true or are you or can you read between the lines? <laughs> or are we just pulling your leg? <laughs> God damn it. I, I just know. To look up. You know what? There was a tweet. There was a tweet they put out where Jonathan Frakes was hinting that they might be making more Beyond Belief, and I almost shit my pants. <laughs> He's still alive? He's alive. He's alive. And ready to do another one of these. He needs <laughs> franchises. to. Jonathan Frakes, if he, I know you're an avid listener. Make more Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. Do oh it. Oh my God, yes. Do it. Jesus Christ. Um, oh, I thought we just got a, another email in onto the wire, but it's just a shit email. Um, Read it. No, it's not even for the review. Someone asking page. you to li- someone <laughs> asking you to listen to their fucking mixtape or whatever, like we've had before. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. We've no. had that before. Yeah, we have. <laughs> it was not good. Um. out of a mall into a huge parking area and realized you'd forgotten where you parked your car. <laughs> Ever gone mountain biking? What do you want to be when you grow up? What's the right tip? Have you called a plumber to your home lately? How superstitious are you? How much money would it take to make you spend a night in a cemetery? Would you display this as a trophy? Do you have a pet? Do you have a sweet tooth? Do you believe in the power of a curse? Have you had your hearing tested lately? Planning a trip soon? Can you remember the tallest man you've ever seen? Beneath the clear blue sky? Have you noticed what big stars real estate agents have become? Be careful with your personal records. Does your computer ever seem to have a mind of its own? Have you ever visited a Chinatown section in a major city? Have you ever visited a flea market? Have you ever visited a truck stop? Did you ever have a job as a waiter? Have you noticed how many successful restaurants are theme-based these days? Have you ever had the desire to write your initials in wet cement? <laughs> What's the tallest man you've ever seen? I love. Have you, can you remember the tallest man you've ever seen? <laughs> like that's what a thing. Like, restaurants are theme based. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever realized how big stars real estate agents are becoming? <laughs> oh my god! Hopefully, all of those are ad lib. You know. <laughs> Like, just go out there, Jonathan. Do whatever. I want to be the person that answers the question when he says it. <laughs> like, they sit at home like, yes. <laughs> I do realize I that. that, John. I have noticed that most restaurants are now more th- are theme-based. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for bringing God. this to my attention. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, what? You have a story about this? I had no idea. Oh, my God. It's beyond belief. I'm hooked. <laughs> My my belief has gone beyond what I've expected. <laughs> well, I don't guys, know the theme restaurant. I suppose we've reached the top of the hour. Have we? That's up to you, man. 
Yeah, cool. Well, let you, me tell you, you as I find up? it on my phone here. Did you fuck Holy up? Holy shit, us... an hour and 17 minutes. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, Must have been when Cozy came in and fucking smoked me out. <laughs> that probably didn't help. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guys, we're talking fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, Do we have to? This came out May 19th, <laughs> 1998. Wow, what a summer release. Budget of $18.5 million domestically made $10.6 million Worldwide making $13.7 million. This movie did not make its money back. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes as is at 50%. IMDb 7.6 out of 10. Metacritic 41. Letterbox 3.7 out of 5 stars. And Hoopla.nu gives it 3 stars. Okay. Hoopla.nu. So Hoopla.nu. .nu. What is that based out of? Do not know. Hmm. New. New. <laughs> it is new. New. Uh, I just like to start this movie out, or this movie review, uh, with a quote, if I could. Sure. Uh, Terry Gillum, who is the director of the movie, wanted <clears throat> to provoke strong reactions for the film. <laughs> so, n- mostly negative? Uh, hold on. <laughs> so, he said this during an interview. That he wanted to uh, provoke strong reactions, so his quote is, I wanted it to be seen as one of the great movies of all time, and one of the most hated movies of all time. Stay tuned which one we thought. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Uh, JT, this was your pick. It was my pick. Uh, if you don't mind, why? I would love happily, a very happily my pick. I would. By the way. I would love this a is... very detailed because because wild card bitch. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I love a detailed synopsis on what happened. Detailed synopsis, yeah. guys. We're following famed sports writer Raul Duke, <laughs> along with his trusted lawyer, Doctor Gonzo. They are driving through the desert to Las Vegas so he can cover a dirt bike race in the desert near Las Vegas. And while they're there, his lawyer strongly suggested that they be fucking fried out of their gourd on every single drug imaginable. (laughs) Yeah. And from then on, you are taken on a trip beyond belief factor fiction... Where you are given the grand tour of Las Vegas to the eyes of someone that is highly, highly, highly under the influence. Will they survive? Will they come across an underage girl that paints pictures of bet of a Barbara Streisand? Will they, will people turn into lizards around them? <laughs> is there a bat problem? Is there a bat problem? <laughs> does is there a fucking point? Does Raul Duke <laughs> does Raul Duke somehow find a way to attach a lizard tail to his ass? All these questions are answered. All these questions and more. will be answered, and there none of them are the questions that you want answered. <laughs> <laughs> so. This movie, uh, in my certain circles, is revered to be one of people's favorites. 
in your circles. My small circle, uh, meaning Dave has a poster of this at his house. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ghost Hunter Dave has a... Dave. Ghost Hunter Dave has a picture <laughs> as a poster of this movie at his house, and he has forever, and I've never seen it. Yeah. And I didn't even know Johnny Depp was in it for a long time because the poster is yeah. like the warped cover of oh, the yeah, movie yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking at here. And he's like, oh, I can just hear Dave now. Oh, great movie. Great flick. Yep. Uh, Charlie Gillum, genius. Oh. Johnny Depp, genius. Uh, I had no idea really about anything that happened in this movie other than it being like a weird adaptation of a Hunter S. Thompson novel that's also kind of based on his life. Yeah, it's it's based on two moments in his life where he got super fucked up and did two different stories. He he actually did cover a dirt bike race near Las Vegas and he also did cover uh like a anti-drug meeting thing. But they were like months apart from each other. And he was fucked up both times he went to it. So yeah. he was like, he, but he did it in like a fictional story where it's like yeah. he, he actually invented the character Raul Duke that's supposed to be him. Yeah. And he brought his lawyer with him and they both got super fucked up on drugs and they went both times to both these things. Yeah. In this, they make it seem like it's like we, like within the same week. weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, <clears throat> but in actuality, like it happened like over the course of like two months. Okay. Um, and that's all I knew. I didn't know any more details of the story. Yeah. I didn't even know, um, uh, Benicio Del Toro was in this movie. Yeah. I didn't know half the people that were in this movie were in there this movie. There is a fuck ton of cameos in this movie. He, cameos yeah, cast. at the most. Like, they're, like, yeah. Johnny Depp is plays the main character. Yep. Benicio Del Toro yeah. plays Gonzo. Yep. Um. They got Cameron Diaz in there. Cameron Diaz. Uh, fucking Ricci. Vern Troyer shows up at one point. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm going to look up the whole cast here. Uh, Toby Maguire was the hitchhiker. That here. was Toby Maguire. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The, the guy with the super long blonde hair that was Toby Maguire. Yeah. He looked like Otis from devil's rejects. <laughs> <laughs> and I made a note that I'd rather be watching devil's rejects. <laughs> <laughs> um uh but uh, Chris Christopher Maloney playing like a like a, a a gay hotel um yeah clerk yeah gay hotel clerk why do they have like on IMDb they have them in such a fucking weird order like I've never seen these people before <laughs> Like, why don't you show me the famous people here? <laughs> show me the famous people. The, they have the guy, they have Richard Reel who's in this, who plays the guy in Office Space, who plays the Jump to Conclusions Matt guy. <laughs> He's in this. <laughs> yeah, there's Vern Troyer, there's uh, Penn from Penn and Teller. He's in this. Oh yeah, that's right, I forgot he was in this. Cameron yeah. Diaz, uh, Lyle Lovett is in this, Flea is in this. God. A uh, Gary Busey is in there. Oh yeah, Gary Busey. Well, we brought Gary Busey here at the beginning of the show. Um, plays the cop that wants him to kiss him. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jeter is in this. Who plays uh, freaking that guy who loves the mouse in Green Mile? 
Uh, anyway, there's a t- there's a ton of people in this movie. Oh yeah. Um, and this movie came out in 1998, which is super close to like the the time where I would like really pay attention to actually what is happening in yeah. cinema and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Really around the year 2000 is when I kind of like started really paying attention. Yeah. Um, which like. So, uh, at 11, you were paying this close attention to cinema. Yeah. I mean, don't put the age on me right now. It's like around 2000 where I'm just like, I realize like what actors are in what and like who directs kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm not like, uh, okay. That makes more sense. I'm not like a huge cinephobe at that point. Like I, I, I'm not like, um, seeing everything but i'm paying attention to you're what's not begging your out. mom to go take you to fear and loathing in las vegas <laughs> no not at all i like but i never knew this mo- uh, anything about this movie like yeah. not at all like i thought this movie came out like way earlier mm-hmm. and it's like some cult thing from like the 80s or something because i really had nothing yeah. to go off of <laughs> and i found out it came out in 98 doing this show like this week yeah i'm like oh fuck <laughs> like i'm way out of my gourd here um but this was based on the novel based on the same name fear and loathing in las vegas which came out years and years prior yeah because this was trying to get adapted to a movie for a long time yeah. and there was a lot of different directors that were attached to it at one point too yeah um I just wrote down some actors that were supposed to be in it. Jack Nicholson was supposed to play Duke and Marlon Brando was going to be his Gonzo. Oh, that sounds fucked. That Marlon Brando would not have given a fuck if you would have. Like... <laughs> no, but I don't know how far back that went because. Okay. The only reason they weren't um, going for the role anymore is because they aged out of it. Okay. Like they're a little bit too old, so I don't Man. know how ba- far back that goes. I don't know because even even when fucking Apocalypse Now came out, Mar- like Brando wasn't giving a fuck mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine even how even less of a fuck he would give. Right. Doing with Jack Nicholson whenever. Yeah. So when they aged, yeah. Nich- Nicholson would have been Nicholson would have been would have been good as good as Duke though. I think so. Um, when they aged out of it. Uh, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi were considered as That's for the role. Fucking weird. What? Yeah. Um, I can't. But I, don't, I don't know if people would have been able to see him past Blues Brothers, though. I don't think so either. Um, I can't see Dan Aykroyd as Duke. I can see John Belushi as Gonzo. Yeah, because well, experience. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but anyway, they were out when John Belushi died. Yeah. Um, and then at one point, John Malkovich was considered oh, for man. Duke. That would have been good. <laughs> I could, I could see that. That would have been good. He aged out of it. Yeah. And then John Cusack was going Ooh. to be uh, Duke, which is interesting because there was a stage play, stage play made of this, and John okay. Cusack played Duke. Okay. And his brother played gonzo okay but then hunter s thompson was for john cusack until he met johnny depp 
and was like, this is the guy that yeah. needs to this play. This guy this guy gets way more fucked up than John Cusack. <laughs> this is the guy that needs to play me. So then when he met Depp, they hung out and like they pretty much had the movie like locked down at that point. Yeah. And Johnny Depp spent four months like living with Hunter S. Thompson, <laughs> oh learning God. his mannerisms and his speech patterns. And Hunter S. Thompson even shaved his head to be that weird horseshoe. Oh yeah. To, I've so, heard about that. Yeah. Like I, I like he did that and then like Johnny Depp was like super distraught about it. Yeah. <laughs> um so that's kind of like the history of where this movie and there was like a, a whole slew of directors too. Like right yeah. before Taylor, Terry Gillum took it, there was somebody else. I had his name like in my brain for a yeah, second. It's like a guy that's like known for doing crazy shit too. And I remember Hearing it, and I couldn't remember. I can't remember his name right yeah. now. The, it, but it was like a, a difference of ideas between Hunter S. Thompson, who was producing this movie, yeah. and him. And then um, Terry Gilliam ended up winning out because it was like a far out trippier version. Like uh, Terry, Gi- yeah. Line that... Have you ever seen Twelve Monkeys? Because he did Twelve Monkeys. I've never seen Twelve Monkeys actually. <sighs> That's fucked too. <laughs> it's. <laughs> I should have known when I picked it because like when I. When I picked it, I was like, okay, I'm into it. And then I, I watched a trailer, and it's like, from the director of 12 Monkeys. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Because, <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't get into 12 Monkeys because it's like, and it's almost kind of like with this, where it's like, it goes so crazy that I'm almost uncomfortable. And, like, this is exactly what this is, too. So, uh, th- this movie is, like, in the surreal. Yeah. For a good chunk of it. And yeah. I don't mind surreal surrealness yeah. in something but what i do mind is when it just meanders yeah and i can't discern like what it's trying to say like yeah. what it's trying to do oh yeah and like i don't know well, let me just say the rephrase that i didn't know what they were trying to do in this movie for a very long time yeah like i it was just like you meet him they're already getting fucked up. They they're fucked up. up when it starts because he says we like the the drugs took hold when we got past Barstow, and now you're into it. Yeah, and I don't. I didn't even know what his initial trip into Vegas was for until he was doing it. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, he's doing the bike race, and then he kind of just abandons it, and I'm like. He just goes on like this bender. I'm like, then what? What are we? What are we doing? Because like, yeah, I, I kid it. You're on this like bender, but you started on one. Yeah. So like, we're just following you, and like the surrealness is is kind of helping. Ugh, no, I, that's not the way I want to go. The surrealness of it, um, only assists the movie in. In, like, you feel kind of how the characters feel, where everything is fucked up and you can't discern, yeah. like, what is going on. Yeah. I get that aspect of it. But as a viewer of something, you kind of want a narrative yeah. to follow, mm-hmm. which I can't get out of this movie at all. Yeah. Like, the the scenes that I was... The, the scenes that I was the most into, it was the scenes where... Because it's all, it's all done through Raul Duke's point of view yes so when he is like super fucked up that's when it's at at its most surreal but i think the scenes i was the most into was when he was not as fucked up as gonzo Mm -hmm. because then he was he was the person that was being 
the straight man trying to negotiate him down from the crazy trip that he was on. Yeah. And I felt more connected to the story. But then when it would get into where, like, he was more fucked up than Gonzo and Gonzo's trying to, like, talk sense into him and you're, like, watching him have four tits on his back as the devil. <laughs> then I was like, what are, where are we going? What's yeah. what's happening right now? <laughs> uh, Cole, initial thoughts? <laughs> He's being silent, so I can already tell that he does not like this. Guys, I... Oh, I checked this... <laughs> I kept a close eye on the fucking time on this movie, okay? Yeah. And ten minutes in, I wanted to turn it off because I had no fucking clue what was going on. <laughs> like, I I went into this not knowing a goddamn thing about fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah. I didn't know what it was about, nothing. Yeah. And I went in with a very open mind because I got nothing to do right now, okay? Oh, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> and, for sure. So I was laying here, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this movie. I've never heard a thing about it. I'm kind of excited. Well, that excitement went out the fucking window 10 minutes in because <laughs> I, I didn't know what was going on. And I was watching this. So don't even come at me with like, oh, you didn't know. No, I did. I gave it a fucking chance. <laughs> and I had no clue. So 10 minutes in, I was checked out. I, 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 uh, I, did you, I did you w- try watching it all the way through or did you just turn it off 10 minutes in? No, I watched it. Okay. I watched it. Okay. I stopped. 30 minutes in because I went fuck this and I went out and played with the kid <laughs> and then I came back and I finished it so okay. I, I watched the whole movie okay. reluctantly Okay. very reluctantly alright did you get anything like did anything pop out to you as like if they would have just done this I would have been on board or was it, it was just nothing but garbage to you <sighs> I don't want to get into like my grading, and I won't. It was garbage. I, I didn't right. like a fucking thing about this movie. Oh, that's fine. That's <laughs> like, fine. There are bits and pieces where I went, that's all right. But few and far between. Okay. That's fine. We'll, we'll, like, we'll have you grade last because we'll have you grade first because we'll know what you think. But <laughs> my favorite, My favorite part was the quote they put up from, I can't remember who the quote was. I was like, oh, I recognize that. It's from an Avenged Sevenfold song, and I fucking love Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> and it's their song, their song Backcountry. And I was like, oh, it kind of makes sense now. Oh, I get they, it. They probably go. watch this fucking movie. But I feel like musicians I love this, because like when I got done watching it, I don't want to give away my grade too much, but when I, when I got done watching it, I was like, I just want to hear someone talk about it that actually likes this. So I like... Went on YouTube and I was like looking for like reviews of like someone that like actually liked it, and it was like a review from someone I can't remember what what it, like it's the first thing that pops up when you look up like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas reviews, but it's this guy that brings on Corey Taylor from Slipknot and they review it together and Corey Taylor from Slipknot fucking loves this movie, <laughs> and it really yeah and it like goes on like he. He brings up points. I'm not going to say whether or not I agree with them, but I'm like, sure. But it's like, I feel like it's like musicians or it's like people that have been on drugs or something. I guess they'll fucking love this movie. Because it, it, like, the thing that I will say about it is like, as crazy and like all, all over the place that it is, it does feel genuine. Like, you feel like whoever is making this or whatever subject material they're drawing from, it feels genuine to the point where it's like, 
I I don't think anyone that hasn't been on drugs would be able to understand that this is how crazy it would get. Yeah, I think that's where my disconnect is. Because, like, I am not one of those people. (laughs) Like, I I don't have anything against whatever you want to do, but it's not my bag. And so, all of that crazy shit, I'm like, I can't connect to, like, why... This is such a good time. The it thing, looks fucking horrible. The thing that I will compare this to, it's like, if you're... It, this is like the perfect comparison is like, you're the fucking designated driver taking care of... <laughs> taking care of, like, the drunk person, yeah. and the drunk person happens to be a movie you're watching for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah, shit. I mean, <laughs> so I, I can appreciate, like, let me step back for a second from my hatred. Sure, I can sure. appreciate, I can appreciate the filmmaking, like watching it. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. It's kind of like, we're fucking there with them. I get that. And I, and I don't hate the movie for that, but I, I can appreciate the fact that like, we are seeing it through their eyes and what they're seeing and the camera work. And of course the story and like, there's an art to this that I can totally get behind. Yeah. Yeah. The camera work I found is to be like very chaotic. Yeah. Like when they're driving the car, it's like, it feels like a handheld cam, like kind of swirling around them all the time. Mm -hmm. And for actually that was at first kind of driving me nuts. And then I kind of fell into it. Um, but then later on, like anytime, well, I was going to say anytime they're fucked up, which is the whole fucking movie, (laughs) but like the more they get fucked up, the more at an angle, the camera sits. Yeah. Then it's like at weird Dutch angles. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I, I did take notice all that stuff and it's a, it's a very inexpensive thing to do to like, kind of just give yourself like a weird tilt on like. A reality, yeah. just to give the like the a thirty three degree angle, yeah. at uh, at uh, for the camera, or whatever, just to show like everything's a bit askew. Because the movie didn't have a huge budget; it was no. eighteen and a half million dollars. Like for a you know a big budget movie, that's that's nothing. You know, yeah. that's hardly anything. So especially when you like look at like some of the practical effects they did in the movie. Like a whole room full of dinosaur people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some or crazy shit in here. Just whatever. I mean, a lot of the, a lot of it is probably. I, I don't know if they actually filmed in Vegas or not to get an actual Vegas strip, but like a chunk of it is just filmed in a few hotel rooms. Yeah. Which I mean, you just set it up to look. However, and but, they have to. Oh God, the way they fuck them up. Um, I kept thinking. How horrible yeah. the crew to go just clean the room yeah. would... How does this... How does, like, even, how does that hotel stay in business? Even based in the movie itself, how is this man affording to stay in these <laughs> hotel rooms to where he is fucking them up to the point where you almost have to demolish the entire building <laughs> based real. on this hotel, on this one hotel room that he has just fucked beyond oblivion. Like, all of them, they're flooded... Yeah, the flamingo. Yeah, the flamingo one. He he floods, 
and he fucking writes an American flag and ketchup and mustard on the fucking wall. <laughs> There's always an American flag flying, too. Did That's... you notice that? <sighs> okay, I'll get into that. Really? I'll get into that, but it's like... I feel... A part of me feels this movie is kind of pretentious. Okay. That, like... I feel like there there is something they're trying to say, but it is done in such uh like a Amer like dude, this is America. You can tell by all the American flags that we're showing. Yeah. And it's like, sure, but what are you saying about America? Yeah. You're just trying to seem deep without actually telling me why you're being deep. Yeah. Kind of thing. Where it's like, okay, yeah, when they the first time they do ether, they do it with a fucking American flag handkerchief. Yep. Cool. What is that supposed to mean? Yeah. And it's like it's, it's nonstop American flags throughout the entire thing. Yeah. In every hotel and, room, they got one hanging up somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, they draw one in ketchup and mustard on the walls. Yeah. It's, like it's it's weird, and it's like I'm thinking about it right now. It's even before like 9/11, where like patriotism was huge for yeah. a, a spell. Um, but yeah, it's I I don't know. I I can't discern what they're trying to say during yeah. This time. I, so when I was looking up things on this to try and be like, okay, what do people say about this that actually like it? The thing that I was getting the most from like reviews from that was that like this was Hunter S. Thompson's thing of being like, I'm like this is me dealing with middle age, coming out of the '60s. And now I'm seeing a younger generation in front of me, and I'm seeing an older generation behind me, where I'm like, I came up in the drug age, where it's like, we had to deal with a whole bunch of shit, and then the way we dealt with it was drugs. Mm-hmm. And now we're seeing a younger generation that didn't deal with it, then now they're like, they're the more virile, more extreme sports, like, hey, we're getting into the, we're getting into this shit. And now the older generation that, like, frowns on us because we got into drugs and everything, and like... Okay, sure, but in the same sense, like I almost that 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 mind frame almost kind of went out the window with millennials, where it's like <laughs> we didn't turn to drugs and we we've we've been through nine eleven, yeah, we've been through a fucking pandemic, we've been through a recession, <laughs> we've been through a fucking like insane fucking celebrity president, like <laughs> what like. <laughs> Okay, sure. Yeah, the sixties were hard for you. You you went through the Kennedy assassination. You went through fucking like a uh, civil fuck, rights movement. Civil rights movement, like so much, so much crazy shit. But it's like now we've gone through a generation that's also gone through crazy shit, and we didn't turn to drugs. So like, how are we supposed to be sympathetic to you <laughs> now? Yeah, like yeah. this is ninety eight. Mm-hmm. This is before all that shit, and it's like everything that I've seen about it is like, oh, it's it's it's, it's a take on like. This poor generation that went through this crazy shit, and th- their only means of dealing with it was drugs. It's like we're not dealing with it with drugs. Yeah. At least so so- some people are. You just anyway. seem like so now, yeah. So now it's like so it's like seeing it from like the eyes of like someone from 2020. It's like you just seem like a bunch of burnouts that are like trying to like cry woe is me because you went through some bad shit. Yeah. Like, we went through some bad shit, and we're not doing the same things you guys are doing. Right. Like, our formative years, it's like Columbine, 9-11, and then nothing got any better. Yeah! 
Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like this, this movie almost seems dated for that sense. Like this was supposed to be, this was supposed to be the, the woe is me for baby boomers. Like they came up through an era where like shit went bad and they got introduced to a whole bunch of drugs. And it was like, well, this is how we deal with all this bad shit. And now we've gotten to a point now where it's like, hey, millennials went through a bunch of bad shit and we're, maybe we have more technology. Maybe that's why we're not turning to drugs. I don't know. But it's like, that was like their way of trying to explain why fear and loathing is as profound as it is. It's like, this is the woe is me for the baby boomer, baby boomer generation. No, I don't. And I don't see it because it's like, okay, if you want to say that, then try and say it. But I feel more like I'm watching someone get fucked up for two hours yeah. and you're not really trying to show me the other side of things. I, 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 there, I don't have any sympathy for any of the characters in this. Like it's, <laughs> no. it's hard to like get behind any of them besides just watch the antics that they're doing. And like, it's like, I, I want to feel something other than just like disdain. Yeah. And it's not even disdain. It's just like, I feel nothing towards these characters like they're just con consistently getting fucked up throughout yeah like how are they not dead for one <laughs> like they put so much into their bodies besides like food yeah these guys just need a fucking steak and a milk to fucking <laughs> level themselves out and like even when they're at the diner scene fucking duke gives it back <laughs> like he yeah. doesn't eat at all yeah like how are you not dead how is that a thing like, man, I don't even that's, know. That's part of the problem I have with the movie is it seems to me, and I was trying to watch it. I promise you guys. It seems to me like it is just a series of things happening. Yeah. No connection other than they're fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's the, the, the through line throughout is, oh, they're fucked up. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. After a cool. while, like who cares? Yeah, that's right. The only... Nothing has a like a story. Yeah, that's my my major my major complaint with the whole movie is that it's very one note to me. Yeah, but like yeah, it, it, even in that sense, like in the beginning, I wasn't totally tuned out in the beginning because like, like the furthest I've gone in terms of drugs is I've tried shrooms once. Uh huh. And like the paranoia that Raul has about the hitchhiker, I can connect with because it's like. I don't know, like, the, like I can connect with the paranoia of being like, oh fuck, he knows that I'm, like, this person thinks knows that I'm on something and think like I've even like, gotten to the point where it's like, I'll be like, thinking of something and then like in the middle of it I'll start saying it to myself like that connected with that where like okay. you get to that point that that point of fucked upness where like, you're thinking something and as you're thinking it like it slowly starts getting to the point where you're saying it out loud and you're like oh fuck did I say that out loud sure. Like, so it's like, okay, this, that, that's when I was like, okay, this kind of feels genuine. Like, this feels like someone that's been on drugs that is playing, that is playing this out. But beyond that, it was like, okay, so tell me a story. And it, I feel like it never really does. It just kind of stays in that, well, they're still fucked up, right? <laughs> and it's like, okay, but then what happens after that? They're still fucked up and they're doing this. Yes. Okay, but what, what, but what, what about this? <laughs> What about this? What about, what about some, what about something? Yeah. Fucking. Right. 
anything. Have them do something that that's something. Like yeah, it was like but but they're still fucked up, right? Like I don't know. It, and right as you think they're gonna do something, they just get fucked up, and then everything goes crazy again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was another thing, too. Like, when I was looking up, like, positive reviews about this, they were talking about, like, uh, the thing about Las Vegas is that, like, it, it's it's so capitalist that y- you could be as fucked up as possible, and, and all they care about is just as long as you keep spending money. Like, the scene where they go to the carousel casino. Yeah. Like, like he even says, like, as long as you pay your $2, they don't give a shit. And all it, he's literally, like... Walking bow-legged towards the fucking, uh, towards the fucking doorway, holding his two dollars up, and they take it and they push him in the fucking door. Yeah, sure, that's cool. But then they don't even really talk about that after that. They're just like, okay, that's that's one little instance about like how fucking capitalist-driven Las Vegas is. But you don't really feel like they even go back to that. It's just like, and then watch him stay fucked up. Okay. And then, but then, okay, yeah, I mean, I know they get bring that up, but they also bring up, too, like, how they're strapped for cash, and, like, how they're going to afford just getting room service. Yeah. So, like, how are they affording to stay there? Yeah. Like, all those questions were coming up, and, like, how are they buying all these drugs? Yeah. Like, like I know they already kind of, like, have a set, like, a suitcase full of them. Yeah. But I'm they, like... Like, they'll, they'll set up, they'll set up things of... There's never any sense of dread in this. Like, the one time that I felt dread was when the cop was following him. And then it was a weird fucked up scene with Gary Busey where it was like, can I kiss you? And it was like, so then why do I even care? Why do I even care about why you're doing what you're doing? I feel no sense of dread. I never feel like some fucking hotel clerk's going to catch you and call the cops. Yeah. Because the one cop I've been introduced to is a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Like, nothing ever strikes me as... As yeah. any kind of suspense think, or dread or anything. I think that's... You just nailed it, I think, for me. That's the thing that's missing from this movie the most. is just a purpose. Like, yeah. I, I feel like this, is, this could be a documentary. But because I know it's not a documentary, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I think it was a documentary of, like, somebody on the outside watching these people. would be way more interesting. Yeah. Because it'd be, like, a real-life... <laughs> version of this, which I think would be more interesting than a surreal version of this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm waiting yeah. for something. Seeing it from, from the eyes of someone that's already fucked up is like, it's like if you watched a fucking documentary on like something interesting, but it's some from someone fucked up where it's like, I don't know. I guess this fucking happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, okay. Well then <laughs> why should I, it's like watching like, Here's a documentary on the moon landing, but it's from it's from somebody that was fucked up during the moon landing. <laughs> it's like, oh, I guess these fucking guys got on a fucking rocket and they got shot up into space and fucking. I fell asleep, but I woke up and then this guy was saying one small step for some. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> like, okay, steps. cool story, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, like the only times where I felt like I was somewhat invested was when. Raul Duke was the straight man in the scenario. Like, the scene with him and Gonzo, when Gonzo was more fucked up than him. Like, I'm not going to say his name, but I was in a situation where someone was so drunk that they were almost violent to the point where it's like, I'm going to fucking drive home. And, like, it was me and three (laughs) other people were like, 
dude, we're going to fucking hold you down so you don't fucking drive home. <laughs> but it was like, literally, like, it, it reminded me of that moment where, like, like and like, he's way better now. I'm not going to fucking bring him his name. He's in a way better place now. But I remember, like, he was literally, like, he almost fucking ripped the door off his fucking car. He was, like, calling people, like terrible fucking slurs like doing anything he could to fucking be like make us so that we would just leave and he would drive away and it was oh, like definitely say his name now that you said he was ter- saying terrible slurs <laughs> no i'm not <laughs> but it was like it wasn't it was but it was like it was it was an instance where it was like he was he was so fucked up that like it, it, he did not know any means of like being able to be like civil and it that's 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 what that scene reminded me of like it's like gonzo sitting in a bathtub being like just throw the fucking radio in the goddamn tub and he's like yeah. pulling a knife on him like that's a scary situation like seeing someone that you actually care about and that you like being that fucked up and being that out of their mind and like trying to force you to do something you don't want to do like it, it, that's what drugs do, and it was like I almost kind of wish there was more scenes like that to just hammer home how fucked up these things are. Yeah. But it was like they would do a scene like that where I was into it, where I was like, "Yes, please tell me like how fucked up this is," and then they would just go right into like something so surreal that feels out of out of like left <sighs> field, and it almost like so out of left field where it's like, well, maybe that scene wasn't real, so who cares? Where it was like, <sighs> it like. This movie doesn't even feel like it has a purpose, and that's what kind of frustrates me about it. Right. That's exactly what I'm getting at. There, There is a few things I did like in it. Yeah. Um, I did like uh, a quote, if I could quote the line right mm-hmm. now. Um, and he's talking about Gonzo as he's kind of like witnessing him for the first time and, and yeah. as you're the viewer kind of seeing him. Yeah. And uh, Duke says, there he goes, one of God's own prototypes. A high-powered mutant of some kind of never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live and too rare to die. Yeah. Like, I thought that was a cool line. Yeah. Where it's just like, yeah, there's this fucking dude that sticks around with me and he's fucked up all the time and fucking God doesn't even know what to do with him. I will say, I will say that if I can give this movie any credit at all, I do like Johnny Depp and Benicio Del Toro acting wise like i think they really play their roles really well like i even like read a thing where like benicio del toro was so good in this movie that like after it came out casting directors almost like overlooked him because they thought that he was so fucked up on set for fear and loathing (laughs) oh really like he he was so good it was like like when they saw the movie it was like oh god that guy's a fucking liability we can't bring him onto our <laughs> oh shit like he was he, he he did that good of a job portraying like someone that's fucked up um yeah i and i also think johnny depp did a pretty good job yeah. like it's i still felt like it's pretty johnny deppy if that makes any difference um, like I never it's, felt like he disappeared into the role. It's Jack Sparrow before Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, uh, I, I still liked him in the movie. Um, there's a few shots in it. Um, like, especially while they're driving and he's got those big yellow sunglasses yeah. and shit. That's... The, I think the only thing that kept me involved in the movie was just their, those two guys' performances. 
if, if, if it wasn't for them, I would have totally lost interest altogether. Right. But I think Johnny Depp does a really good job. And, man, Benicio Del Toro, when he would just be, like, laying back with his fucking Hawaiian shirt open with his big fat stomach just, like, <laughs> laying out. Like, dude, I was almost in love with him every time. He was just, like, oh, laying out fucking stomach agape. Hawaiian shirt open, just being like, as your lawyer, I suggest that you get a big suitcase full of drugs and we just go to Las Vegas. <laughs> like, I don't know. It, their performances were good. I, I loved watching them work, but in the same sense, like, the movie almost gave them nothing to work with. Yeah. And that was the thing that I was, was frustrating about it. It did make me want to buy some Hawaiian shirts, though. I, Should I we want get some to Tommy buy. Bahamas? Oh, I know. Like, like I love like even shirts were like in there. Like that was the reason. Like we need, we need shirts. Yeah. <laughs> like we need that drugs. Was in, that we was need, in the checklist yeah, of things need, to get. We need shirts. We need drugs, and we need a we need a convertible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, that was like the big things. Since you brought up Johnny Depp, I just gotta say I didn't like his narration. Well, I, I liked. I, the I think character. Like, his, like the I feel character like his was narration fine, had was, moments. I feel like his narration was part of like the book, because it's based on a book, and like uh, I didn't Mal- understand him half the time. Half the time I was like, "What the that, fuck is he even that's, saying?" That's the thing too. I, they, it's very mumbly a lot. Like it very, him, and him, I was like, it took me out of it completely. Yeah, him, him, and Benicio del Toro. I feel like they mumble a lot through this, and like me and Molly will watch things on, on uh, subtitles all the time. We went like when we were watching those Peacock. We were try- We were desperately trying to get a fucking subtitle option. There was no subtitle option for this movie, so it's like really? fuck. So we were trying to watch this with no subtitles, and I'm even. I'm like, I don't even. I don't even know what the fuck they're saying right now. Right. Oh yeah, there's a good chunk of this. I'm like, I don't. know. <laughs> I got nothing on that run, man. I, I don't know. I did watch, and this I think and- that was a big thing that took me out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if if I was if I was hearing everything they were saying, I would be. I'd probably be more on board. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. But it was like <laughs> still like the right. fucking whole thing. I was like, God damn it. Like there's long chunks of this where they're just like, and then me and me and Gonzo are going to the, well, the room ring here. Right and I'm like, yeah. What? What? I, what did you say? <laughs> I don't even so, understand. There. So, uh, I told Chelsea, I was watching this movie for the week and, um, I watched it all in one go last night. I actually watched it in here. And uh, <laughs> she comes in like partially the way through because she's watching something that we actually like quite a bit. And it, What We Do in the Shadows just came back. Yeah. And she's like, I'm watching What We Do in the Shadows in the other room. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm watching this. She's like, oh, so you're just going to sit in here on a hard-ass chair and watch this shit movie? I'm like, yeah, I guess if you're going to put it like that, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to be miserable for a while. Like, well, have so fun, I, I had to laugh because at <laughs> we were in our little group chat, you had put last night, There's how is there 40 minutes left in this movie? I love <laughs> oh, I have to say, today I'm watching it, and it reached a point where the dude's talking in like the uh, – 
like about the marijuana scene or whatever and he's up in there on the stage talking they show the oh, video yeah. and yep. he's making terrible jokes yeah and i go all right this movie's got to be about over guess how fucking long was left in the movie <laughs> 40 minutes 40 fucking minutes <laughs> dude what, i don't know my uh, one of my favorite scenes was when they go to that convention to see like all the, what the fucking old fucks are like saying about drugs or it's like well make sure you watch your people because a, a pothead's gonna walk in and just murder them right off the street, like <laughs> fucking shit, like that. That I was actually but digging. I, there that wasn't shit. like almost enough of that. I know. I wanted more. I wanted more shit like that. Like when they went to the fucking the drug convention and they're just like showing like all these fucking people being like, oh man, fucking marijuana causes abortions or whatever fucking yeah. shit like that. Yeah. Like I was like, I wanted more shit like that. Like seeing it from another perspective of like. I wanted another perspective outside of, like, a drug-fueled perspective. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was, like, stuck... I was, like, stuck in a drug-fueled perspective the entire movie where I was like, but I'm not high. Yeah. So I don't yeah. want to be in this. Yeah. I want to see it from a straight man's view. Right. And then now... Yep. That, uh, and then you kind of get it, and then they leave that convention early. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, how did, how does this guy have a job? I have no fucking idea. He barely writes anything, and he gets fucked up and never reports on the things he's supposed to report on. <laughs> <laughs> they sent him, apparently, to do a race, and he's like, well, I went. I don't think I fucking wrote a goddamn word on it. I don't know. Uh, so I did I like that he... I did like the scene where he's on that fucking dune buggy and he's like holding his hand over his fucking beer. And then, he, <laughs> oh, yeah. and then when they fucking drop him off and he just pours out a big fucking thing of mud. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't have like any uh, other strengths of the movie, in my yeah. opinion. Like, I, I thought it just was kind of meandering to meander. Yeah. Surreal not to the point where I like, I guess. Man. The, 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 you bring up that Dave loves this. I wish Dave was on here because I, yeah, I want to hear a positive aspect. I know. I, I love, I love hearing positive reviews about movies that I don't get because it, it opens my mind to shit like that. And I was like trying to watch reviews on this of people that liked it, but everything they brought up where I was like, hey, it's just, that just makes it sound even more pretentious. Like yeah. it, it, it reminded me of like when I liked Mother, and you brought up where it was like, "Dude, this movie's pretentious as fuck. Why do you even like this shit?" <laughs> and then I just like laid in bed one day and I woke up like, "Yeah, Troy's fucking right. This movie's fucking pretentious as shit." <laughs> and like literally, like it was like, like they were bringing up all the things that I thought about Mother when I first watched it. For with this, where it's like they're talking about fucking, they're talking about like the baby boomer age where they were hot on drugs and they were depressed and like about how Las Vegas is just this, this cesspool of like, you can go there and you can do whatever you want. And they just, they don't care as long as you're spending money. And it was like, yeah, but that's like very minuscule aspects of this big fucking long movie of just watching people get fucked up. Like it never feels like it lands on a idea. It just keeps wandering and then someone that wants to like it will pick things from it, being like, it's about this, it's about this, it's about this. Where I was like, what if it's just some guy that got fucked up and did a movie? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I did a movie. Yeah, that's it. Like yeah. it, it never feels like it it lands on something that it wants to talk about. It just keeps meandering, and then the people that want to watch it, that that want to love it, are like, it's about this. You don't understand. Yeah. Uh, I I did send a message to GHD. Uh, if he writes back before the end of the show, I'll read why he likes the fear and loathing. Okay. Uh, I want to hear it. But uh, <laughs> other than that, I'm ready to grade this sucker. If Fair you guys enough. are ready. All right, let me see. It. Um, I'm gonna write down the 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 TCJ real quick. Um, I so I I didn't really enjoy the movie. If <laughs> you couldn't really <laughs> tell, um, but I I didn't feel like it was the worst thing I've ever seen either. Okay, like I <laughs> let's say like compared to like Half Baked. Yeah, Half Baked I think is just not hitting on all cylinders, and I didn't really like it because of it i think it's just a bad movie yeah whereas this it's just they were trying to accomplish something and i wasn't behind it like it, yeah. it's not the same kind of like dislike like the thing that i'll say is like with this this movie feels like a big swing and a big miss whereas like half baked was like they held their bat out for a bunt and they missed and they still kept trying to walk towards first base being like <laughs> Totally did it. Yeah. Like no, no, yeah. no. Yeah. No. And then they're also <laughs> pelting them with baseballs. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I think I'm gonna give Fear and Loathing a step above what I gave Half Baked last week, which I got very adamant about, like hating, very, <laughs> like halfway into the review. Um, I gave that an F. I'm gonna give this a D. Okay. They 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 okay. were trying something here that didn't work. Yeah, I'm gonna give that at least a letter grade credit. Okay, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. Fair enough. All right, Cole, I'll let you go because I'm pretty sure I know what you're gonna say. Okay, so, uh, I guys, I found nothing redeeming about this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Uh. I, I didn't like it. I didn't want to continue it. I finished it because I felt like I had an obligation to finish it. And God bless um, you, Cole. <laughs> God, God, bless your God soul. damn it. I liked Half-Baked better, guys. Oh, my um, God. Minus. You know what? You know what? I liked Portrait of a Lady on Fire better than this. What? This, my. This is, wow, wow, wow. Might, wow, yeah, wow, wow. This, this is going to be up there as one it, of the top five worst movies I've watched. Is this a zero? Are you going to give it a zero with a fucking big line through it? Can I? Can I? Because I will. We can, I will. We'll, we can we'll, make we'll, it up. We'll for invent this. the zero. We'll invent the zero. A zero with okay. a line through it. Here yep. we go. Do it for me because I'm going to be fucking honest with you. This is the one movie that I can remember since Star Wars Episode One <laughs> that I thought about turning off and not finishing. <laughs> and guys, I'm on quarantine. I have nothing to do. <laughs> so that makes it worse. Wow. Than Star Wars Episode. Wow. I literally have nothing oh my to God. do. <laughs> and I said, and I thought about turning it off because I hated it, oh and it never God. got better. Jesus H, man, this my was Lord. bad. I didn't like it. I I don't ever want to watch this again. We invented the zero. I don't want my kids to watch this. <laughs> I don't want my kids to watch it. <laughs> this is a flat zero with a line through it. Wow, we invented. Yeah, we invented a rating. It's a new just grade. 
That <laughs> this is un, unprecedented times we're living in right now. When I finally get the love guru on here, you guys will be able to use the zero with a line through it. <laughs> I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. I will do it happily. <laughs> zero with a line. Through I'll it. do. I'll do a zero with a happy face on it, based on how oh, much I'll no. love. I'll love fucking hating this goddamn <laughs> dog shit you make me watch. Oh, God shit. damn it! What about you, Joel? Um, so, yeah, this, this movie was just frustrating to me. I, I, all the times that I wanted to like it, it, it felt pretentious. All the fucking weird American flag symbolism they tried to throw in there. It just felt forced to be like, but it's, it's about America. Like, it was just something they could lean back on. <sighs> Like, I I love Johnny Depp and Benicio del Toro's performance in this. Like that's the only thing that's really driving me, made me stick through the entire movie. Like, like they were so good at what they were doing, and they felt so believable in what they were doing. That it was the only reason I I kept watching all the way through. Because even like this is one of the first movies where I was even checking the time where I was like, this has got to be. Oh, close I checked to be. the time six hundred yeah. times during this. This movie. this has got to be close <laughs> to be like. Like even even with some of the some of the worst movies we've watched on this, I never checked the time. But with this, I checked the time. But I'll still give this credit where like, I still like the performances. There were still scenes in this that I felt connected to, especially the Benicio del Toro one where he's like trying to get Johnny Depp to kill him yeah. by throwing the radio in the in the shout in the bathtub kind of thing. Like it it, it struck home with me in a way that I didn't really expect. That bathwater looks real gross, by the it way. It is so Did he gross. shit in that, oh, you think? so gross. <laughs> it's probably all grapefruits. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And you know what also is gross? How many times he puked in this, and it looks oh so gross. Oh, my God. This is the most graphic puke I've ever seen in a movie. I'm glad you brought that up, because it about made me fucking puke. S- it was sick. Such graphic puke in this. Like... It's so mucusy and gross. <laughs> it is so mucusy. Don't even say mucusy, because that might make me that might make me puke right now. Like, there's a point where like he's hanging out the side of a car, and he's like, you could just post puke and just yeah. hanging off the door. They, yeah, they put like weird fruit chunks on his on the side of the door while he's like hanging out with his fucking spit hanging out of his mouth. Where I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's terrible. Puke budget alone for this yeah. movie. That's like a facial cum shot. <laughs> God, you had to say that. Well, we didn't talk about we didn't talk about cum enough tonight, so I felt right. like I had to say it. Right. But Jesus. as disturbing as this movie was, as almost unwatchable as it was, there were still scenes that I liked. There was still performances that I liked. I can't totally shit on it. I'm gonna give it a C minus. Okay. Wow. That's actually higher wow, than I thought you were gonna go. I'm 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 still never gonna go back and watch this, but I still appreciate it for what it is. So that's oh, that's okay. what I'm There's gonna lay. The line. That's what I'm gonna lay it. That's <laughs> what I'm gonna lay it out as. All right. I, I can think, appreciate it for what it is. The, uh, it's not my. It's not so my. Cute. It's not my fucking cup of tea, you dick, Cole. <laughs> But I fucking there was there was things about it that I liked, and there's things from it that probably lend itself to things that I like now. So I'm not gonna shit on it completely. Oh, Christ, your pretentious bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry I'm not a big fan of fucking the love gurus here. <laughs> fucking dog shit. <laughs> Comedy fuckhead shit that you like. Oh I god, have... I love you. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I shouldn't have drank that mellow corn. <laughs> yeah, I'm second guessing this. Uh... <laughs> This is Henry McKenna. Are you yeah, getting a little tipsy over there? McKenna too, you f- Jesus. Yeah, I've had uh, two helpings of whiskey here. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm... How you guys feeling on a level of 1 to 10? 10 being very good. <laughs> um, I'm feeling that's enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a that's enough plus. <laughs> After my 32 ounces of Highway 20 and my full glass of screwball and then my whatever i was doing that was totally legal in this state i'm feeling good too <laughs> i love your preface of that um <laughs> well besides fear and loathing guys have you been in anything else this week i'm actually very curious in what cole has been into that's right yeah cole, right. you've been so, yeah you've been in well you've been in in uh, indoors for the longest part of the week I, I have been. So I'll start with the obvious, okay? So I caught up. I had not watched any of this, but I caught up up until this past week's um, on What If. Okay. And I'm loving it. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, first episode was, was, was okay. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, Captain Carter. Um, yeah. I can't remember what the second episode was about, but I feel like it didn't really catch me. Oh, that was uh, the... Yeah, the... Black Panther Space Black Lord. Panther is Space Lord, yeah. Yeah, that one didn't catch me as much. I was kind of in and out of that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stayed with it because of Troy's recommendation of four being the... The episode four being the best one yet. So, yeah. episode three was fun. Yeah. Um, and then episode four with Doctor Strange. Oh, that one was good. Dude. Yeah. That, that one, was... like... That one was at a whole other level. Yeah. That yeah, one was... I feel like they found like what they were going for in episode four. Yeah. Um, they, there's one like, more, epi- right? Epi- episode epi- five came out. I haven't epi- watched that one yet. Episode four feels like something that they would actually go back to for like another, like it would it is like a character they would go back to for like another Marvel movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, like it why would not? be like, like yeah, it would be like that that because they even like leave it as like. He's stuck in like some weird diamond type thing, and like you can get like the the crazy dark Doctor Strange to show up in another Marvel movie sometime down the road. Yeah, I feel like yeah. that one's the most like well rounded one where it's like they can revisit this. Yeah, and right. nobody would mm-hmm. cause a stink about yeah. it. <laughs> like I, I was almost expecting yeah. them to end the end the episode being like so everything's gone, but it ends with him being like stuck in just. Oh, just like a weird stone in the middle of nowhere. Like, he's the only thing left in his universe. So it's like, oh, he, they could totally bring him back. Yeah. And just be like some weird fucked up thing that's just like a weird Doctor Strange troll that shows up and just fucks everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really good. I was super happy. I, I banged all those out in the one afternoon being in yeah. quarantine. I watched. Um, or go ahead. No, go ahead if you got more on um on well, what if. Yeah, for what if we uh Troy, you said you watched the yeah. zombie one today, and that one they even end that one on a cliffhanger too. Yeah. But it, uh yeah, it is it is really good. 
Yeah. I like I like that one a lot. I think still I might have liked the Doctor Strange one a little bit more yeah. than this one. This, but this, this one, one was, this one was Spider Man heavy, which I liked. Yeah. I, well, what I liked about this one too is that like so Captain Carter, oh, that one off the bat. Um, I I feel like it's just replacing one character for in, in like the movie or whatever mm. it's where very it does simple yeah it, it is simple and the next one kind of is a, a little bit of the same kind of stuff but like it, yeah. it, it with a little bit of a like more surprising twists whereas like the next few after that like take big leaps oh yeah and like this one is like a full-on like big leap of like something that happens in an ant-man story yeah of all of them so like yeah. Like, I was always a big fan of, like, the first person to get turned into a zombie that you see was, like, based Michelle on, like... Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> yeah, 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 Michelle Pfeiffer. But it was, like, it was, like, a thing where it was, like, it was someone with Ant-Man technology where it's, like, they could bite you like a mosquito almost. Yep. Where it was, like, oh, fuck. But then it turns you into a zombie. Yep. <laughs> it was, like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> they bite hard I'm excited to watch that one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fun, and, like, there's a lot of characters in it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. There was like there was like, this one felt like the most like uh, hefty voice cast out yeah. of all of them. Like they had like almost everyone in this in this last one. Yeah, they had Chadwick Boseman back as a Black Panther. Yeah, um, that's Sebastian Stan, Paul Rudd. Yep. Uh, fucking uh, Paul Bettany as Vision is in this one. Yep. Um, they nice. did. They did replace Spider Man's voice. Hope Van Dyne. I don't think Evangeline Lilly came back. Even she though, did. Yeah. Oh, she did was, she? She was in the credits. Yeah. Oh. Ah. Oh, didn't sound like her voice. Um. Uh. But yeah, huge voice cast mm-hmm. that coming back for this. Mark Ruffalo came back. Oh yeah. Golly, yep. they had yeah. a ton of people back in this. Um. Uh, but yeah, it's this one's super fun, Ooh. and it's based on like the. Marvel Zombies books that came out like yeah. in the 2000s. I was going to ask you if this was this is probably nowhere near close to like the storyline. Some line of it, no, it well that's not how it started. Yeah. Um, but like some of the parts are true to it. Like, really? I don't want to spoil too much for Cole, but like why um, uh, Black Panther is in this? Yeah. And he's still kind of hanging around because of the same reason in the books. Oh, cool. Um. Uh, but uh, other than that, like, it's like a lot of the same people are dead mm-hmm. and it's funny cause like we, uh, imp- uh, I don't want to bring up like my other thing again, but like <laughs> imp- we just did, um, a Marvel zombies review okay, because of this episode that we knew was coming up eventually. We didn't yeah. know it was going to be this next week. Yeah. Um, and it's a Dave and Neil episode, Okay, but they brought it up. And they brought up the reason, like, it's weird that, like, it's Marvel zombies, but they never really, like, lose their ability to do their superhero stuff. Yeah, like, they're still mindless, but they still, like, are able to do their thing. They're still quite capable. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing. dead zombies. The whole thing in the episode with uh, Scarlet Witch was really cool. Yeah. And so that's kind of how it is in Marvel Zombies, too. It's like... Sweet. They're all kind of like the same-ish type character, kind of like hungry and dickish and like, yeah, whatever, and I can still kind of do the same kind of stuff. Yeah. And the humor, the dark humor is based off like what happening around it. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
it's it's it it pays like a pretty close homage to it, I think. Cool. So yeah, it's it's fun. Cool. Um, I can't wait for whatever they got coming next because like yeah, each one has been episode. like been like more fun, more fun, more fun. They're doing. I know. A whole yeah. Lot more. Yeah. Like I, like I said, there's I felt... a lot of episodes. There I, is. I don't know. I, I don't think there's only like many... eight. I think. Yeah. I remember... thought there was like sixteen. No, I don't think so. I think there's only going to be like eight or ten. Oh, okay. Was, Never mind. I don't know. I, I was, I was like looking through like uh, some of like the promotional stuff for it, and like like I said, I feel like one of the things I was very interested in was uh, they had like a picture of Gamora in uh, Thanos' armor with the fucking gauntlet, where I was like, oh shit, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, cool. I was trying to just look up to see how many there are going to be. Um, and it's hard to find. <laughs> it's hard to find without like, keeping it under wraps. Read like a whole fucking narrative on like what a what if is and what it's all based on. Jesus Christ! Oh, I see. So this one, uh, some fucking website I found about Marvel Cinematic Universe. They have it listed up to nine episodes. Uh, okay. Okay. That sounds for about season right. one. Um. Have you guys ever looked up a recipe for something and have ever been like, all I need to know is how to make it and what ingredients are, but when you look up the recipe, it's like a whole fucking synopsis <laughs> on their whole life on how they went to Cancun and found this perfect recipe, <laughs> and then the history of Mexico, and it's like, I shut hate the that fuck shit. up, I just need to know how many ounces are in this goddamn fucking recipe. Yep. Anyway. They tell you how to make it in paragraph form. Before you get to the recipe, okay. which is like thirty-seven pages on this fucking <laughs> scrolling. This is this is the thing that drives me crazy about the internet in general is that like I feel like anytime somebody puts something up, they feel like they're infinitely invested in their life. Like I hate like yes. I've been listening to podcasts lately. There's like one podcast I listen to that's like wrestling based that I love. But like when they get to the point where it's like Let's talk about everything that happened to us in the last three days. They'll do it, and they'll do it in the, the most pornographic manner where I'm like, I literally don't fucking care. <laughs> like, I'm listening to a wrestling podcast right now where they're talking about the AEW, and I was like, okay, just talk about the show. But they will go on and be like, so we went to our fucking, uh, we went to our, uh, fucking hotel, and the hotel was weird. Here's what happened to the hotel. So the guy was there and he told us that we could do this and we couldn't do this instead. And it was like, don't, I don't fucking care. <laughs> Talk about the show. <laughs> I fucking hate I know, that. that fucking, that fucking, what are we even doing podcast? I tell you, Jesus. They <laughs> don't even listen to the non wrestling ones. <laughs> but like, no, like, I, it's just anytime, like I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't care if it's like maybe like a three or four minute stint where you talk about your life, but it was like, there's been like times where I'm like, I listen to like different podcasts or whatever, and they literally will go on about like the most mundane thing about their life, like it's the most life changing thing possible, and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't listen to you about your fucking life. I listen to you because I like your opinion on things. <laughs> And you're not giving your opinion. You're talking about, like, why your dry cleaner didn't fucking clean your shirt right. <laughs> and it fucking drives me crazy. I'm, like, 
furiously going through my mind now of like what we all talked about tonight. No, but that's the thing is like, all right, listeners, write in what you like. The thing is like, the thing is like, I think with us, and maybe it's just me being fucking biased, but it's like I think we do it in a way where it's funny. But there's literally times I listen to like guys, like do shit like that we do, but they just they don't even make it funny. They just say it, and they're like, right, right. Right? It's like, no. I don't... Say something funny to make me invested in it. <laughs> That's the thing yeah, that pisses me off. Yeah, get on our level. Get fuck. on our level, you fuck. Be better... Be as good as we are. We don't make money. We have five God patrons. We have five patrons doing less than $20 on our Patreon. Yeah, suck That's it. Right. Suck it, bitch. We take... We take essential show notes every single time before we start. Essential. God. Essential. Essential. Uh, uh, yeah, so beyond that, I've been into, real quick, I've been into, um, I bought season three of Dark Side of the Ring. Okay. Oh, so really? I, uh, th- it's weird how they did it on Amazon Prime. Are they on because three? Like, is, is three the, the current season, or? Three's the current season. Okay, cool. So they get, what they did is they gave me the first six episodes. Yeah. They also gave me it was like twenty bucks, and they also gave me six episodes of Dark Side of the Ring Confidential. Yeah, I didn't watch those. I just waited for the season to come out. They're kind of fun, really. Like so, so I haven't watched the actual brand new episodes yet. I've only okay. watched the six Dark Side of the Ring Confidential episodes, which are basically like six of their most popular episodes from seasons one and two. So it's yeah. like the Von Eriks, the yeah. Bruiser Brody, yep. uh, a couple other, like Montreal Screwjob. And it's Conrad Thompson, the podcast guru. Oh yeah. Sitting, sitting with the two directors and okay. they like show some clips of the episode, but they also show some new stuff. Like the Bruiser Brody one has a like, a five-minute interview with Savio Vega that wasn't on the main episode. Oh, cool! And like, and Conrad talks with the producers about like why they chose this and and what was it like interviewing this person. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Like, I, I think it's worth it if you really like Dark Side of the Ring. All right, I'll look into it because I, I listened to Dark Side of the podcast. Like, it's Conrad with the two producers. And it's like, okay. it's like a, uh, it's kind of a, um, like a wrap up of like the episode that came out, but they'll even, like, I think watching it, you'll get a different feel for it. Okay. Because like they'll even, yeah. cause with the dark side of podcast thing, they'll even like go into like, so we interviewed this person for this episode, but we didn't feel like it was necessary because we only had this much amount of time and they'll talk about like what they talked about too. And like. That's pretty interesting, but like I don't know, I lo- I love Dark Side of the Ring. It's so good. Oh, and, it's so good. And this season especially, I'm really digging, and I'm looking forward to like what they're going like they're going into like shit that I'm not even like super familiar with, like Chris Canyon and Luna Vachon and FMW. I'm super. Yeah, the FMW. I'm super pumped for like their their upcoming like second half of their of their current season. Yeah, it's really good. If and, and Troy, have you watched any of them? No, I, I've always been interested to like get into some of them, but like I haven't done I f- it yet. I feel like they're on something, aren't they? Like, so Hulu has for sure season one. Oh, okay. I know they were on something. Um, I didn't know what they were on. 
they might even have because I I saw they had season one before season three came out. So now okay. that season three's out, they might even have season two up on Hulu. Cool. Okay. They're about an hour. Yeah. They're really good. It's literally and, like and now if they're on Hulu, you can just pick and choose whichever ones you find interesting. Yeah. But honestly, they're all interesting. Like they lay them out like a true crime type story, but it's like it's wrestling based and it's it's super fun. It's it's super cool to watch. Not, it's like something that honestly like it's, 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 yeah it, it's super fun it's, it's so fun to watch people die <laughs> it's best it's so great um and then so the big thing i've been into guys the big one i the wanted one. to watch something i wanted to fall into a series knowing cool. i was going to be home until can i guess Friday. it can i guess it i think you know it based off my comment earlier yeah. what is it it's boardwalk empire it's fucking Boardwalk Empire. Did you guys watch this? <laughs> no, I Yeah, haven't. I did. No. I did. All right, Joel. I'm all, So, I'll tell you guys first before I ask your opinion. Sure. I started this six days ago. Sure. Okay? Yeah. I There are 12 episodes in episodes in seasons one, two, three, and four. Yeah. And season five, the final season, has yeah. eight. Yeah. I am in season five, episode two. <laughs> Wow. Wow, oh wow, 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 I have literally, I've watched about a season per day. That's about 12 hours per day. Jesus. Like, there's, I have nothing going on. So, I have, I have blown through this. But guys, it, it, I've always wanted to watch it. I remember when this came out, and season one was, like, yeah. super critically acclaimed. Yeah. And... I was like, man, I wish I had HBO at that time. That was 2010 when it came out. But I didn't. And then when I got HBO Max, I never even thought about it. But then I saw it the other day. I was like, I need to watch this. And I got hooked fucking immediately. Yeah. It's a good show. It's really good. I mean, they cover so many things. And they stick to the era so ridiculously well. Yeah. Dude, Steve Buscemi is fucking amazing in this show. Oh, man. So good. I literally, last night I finished season four, and I won't get into what it is in case anybody ever wants to watch it, but I was laying here at like 12.30 this morning. I had tears down my cheek at the end of season four. You'll have to tell me after we get off. I I will tell you. I'll tell you, yeah. I don't remember what happened, but... The thing that I remember from Boardwalk Empire is that I loved it for the first four seasons, and then there was a thing where, by the last season, HBO did a whole thing where they said, like, okay, so, Boardwalk Empire, this is your last season. They were like, oh, fuck. We had, like, we had, like, three more seasons in mind. They're like, nope, this is your last season. <laughs> so, there's this big fucking time jump out of nowhere where it was like, oh, fuck. Like like I wasn't yeah. I wasn't I wasn't super invested in the last season, but like the first four I was super into. And I can already see that too. Yeah. I started season five and I've watched episode one. I'm struggling to get through episode two. Yeah. And I know it's only eight episodes. I'm gonna finish it. It's, I'll finish it yeah. before the weekend it's, just it's to wor- get it done. It's worth it, but like yeah, it, it's so it's so frustrating because like you can definitely tell like the showrunners did not expect to end it as as early as they did. 
Yeah, I mean, the first four seasons cover about four years. Like, they just slowly yeah, take their yeah, time. Yeah, and then, and like, then that season five starts, season five like, was oh, like, we're in 1931. Yeah, yeah. Twelve years later, you're like, oh, what the, what the fuck? And then it's like, Nucky's like, here's everything I did for the last five years, and it's like, oh, fuck, okay, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, but bottom line, phenomenal fucking show. Yeah, I'm super glad I got into it, yeah, it's and it's really good. Check it out. Mm-hmm. HBO Max, of course. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I've been into, guys. Good deal. Doing nothing. Right. Um, I, I'll, I'll go for a second, go if ahead. you don't mind. Um, so, I've been watching Paw Patrol on repeat, if, if you haven't gotten picked up that on that. Already. I'm going to piss real fast. Um, God damn it. You know what, though? Like, I think the, the show has kind of grown on me a little bit. Cole, have you watched it yet? So I haven't watched the Paw Patrol movie, but I have watched several episodes of Paw Patrol, <laughs> and I've seen Paw Patrol live. <laughs> oh God! Which uh, was fucking straight hot trash. Yeah, I remember you telling but, me about that. Holy shit, that was bad. When we still but Paw Patrol, together. the show is kind of fun. So, uh, especially when you get into uh, what's the mayor's name? Humperdinck. Or whatever his name yeah. is. I, I don't oh think that's his boy. name. Oh, uh, boy. But, uh... That's a weird resemblance to Mr. Meaner. <laughs> my, my brother, Blake, he has a daughter that is in love with Paw Patrol. And, like, my kids never really watched it because, like, we never had the access to it or whatever. But, yeah. uh... I would always hear about it. And now that they went to see it in theaters, they are, like, obsessed with it. So the movie's been on my like TV nonstop. And you know, it's like real, it's like 90 minutes. It's a bit of a breeze really. Like it's over before I even realize it's going on and it's not bad. It's just, you know, it's, it's not my thing, but, uh, anyway, that's been going on. So thanks for the Paramount plus plus the Sonic movies on Paramount plus as well. <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, I caught up on What If. We already talked about that. One thing I forgot to bring up last week, which I I am an idiot for not remembering that I watched this. Fucking idiot. So oh, me God. and Chelsea wanted to have like a date night like at the house. The kids went to bed early. Uh, we were going to like, you know, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch a movie. We're going to watch something that is going to just make us laugh. And we're gonna remember it. Off five. We're gonna remember it for the rest of our lives. So Chelsea, Chelsea picked a, a a ringer. Oh, what the fuck! And we put on a ringer. Shrek the Musical. What? Oh my god! <laughs> and we turned it off in like ten minutes. If it's you, awful. If you want to see, like talk about the worst movie ever <laughs> shrek the musical <laughs> is it shrek the musical would get a double zero with lines through it oh my god, god. That we're mo- inventing another fucking <laughs> that <laughs> rating thing is atrocious <laughs> so shrek i enjoy the movie right yeah they try to take what good. the movie did and bastardize it into a musical <laughs> and make it 
somehow less heartfelt <laughs> by making it trying to be more heartfelt. Like, it, the more I looked up on this did, production... Did, did Shrek the Musical have a scene where lizards fuck each other in blood? Don't know. Didn't get through it. <laughs> Couldn't tell you. It wasn't in the first ten minutes. But uh, it was... Like, for I was live tweeting it for a little bit before we turned it off. Like, oh, I enjoyed that. <laughs> like, I think it cost like forty-two million dollars for that production for you to buy. Like, it was <laughs> on Amazon. It was, it was on Broadway. It, it, it. It, like, I w- for some reason I was surprised there were fart and burp jokes in it. Like for a musical, they, like they, for a Broadway production, there's a fart and burp joke in it, in a musical number, <laughs> in the first ten minutes, <laughs> and, and the movie, or I'm sorry, the the musical, like kind of combines, like the first three Shrek movies into kind of one story. What? Granted, I got ten minutes through it, but they were doing aspects of, like, the first movie very quickly. And they're also adding in, like, a preamble to, like... So, so Shrek the Musical is supposed to be, like, a continuance? No, it's, like, an abridged th- trilogy. What? So, Cole, have you seen the whole thing? I have not. I could not stand it past 10 or 15 minutes. So this is, okay, I this is what I'm just getting from a Wikipedia thing then. So, like, because I couldn't, I couldn't fucking finish it, but they are whipping nope. through Shrek 1 in the beginning of this. What Even even They're even having a preamble in it where you see Shrek's parents have a whole musical number. What? Casting him off as a child, and then ah. he becomes an adult... And then has his own musical number where he shits in an outhouse and comes out and has a whole musical number. And then everything happens where all the mystical creatures come to a swamp. He goes off with Donkey. I hate this. And, like, Lord Farquaad, uh, like, talks with the magic mirror and goes to find, like, Princess Fiona. This is all ten minutes. In ten minutes? In ten minutes. We shut it off very early. This is all happening in 10 minutes. And then God damn more happens after that. So in mo- the Wikipedia article, they're like, yeah, it takes like a, a good chunk of Shrek 1 into Shrek 2 and a little bit of Shrek 3 all in the musical and, and in... still adds some. What in the fuck? And it is... I can't even imagine the people who were like, I got the part to be in Shrek the musical and I've seen what it delivers and it is <laughs> just dog shit. Why did you do this as a date with your wife? She did it to me. She needs to come on and explain herself. She, wake she's her, probably already sleeping. Wake her ass up right now. <laughs> I, I don't know. We turned it off and we watched something else. I can't even remember what that was because Shrek the Musical was so damaging to my brain. God. but We uh, can do a three-hour podcast just to hear that fucking reasoning. <laughs> probably. Next week, we're doing Shrek the Musical <laughs> for things we want to do drugs for. Oh, my God. But, uh, JT, what have you been into? Uh, so, uh... Chelsea brought it up in our uh, uh, 
our Patreon pre-show. Yeah. Uh, I showed Molly Office Space for the first time. Yes. Uh, she liked it. Good. Uh, it was it was fun watching it the second time around, or I, whatever time around that I've I've seen it for. <laughs> but it it's it's still good. It's still good. That's a top tier movie for Fucking, me. Fucking <laughs> his next door neighbor. <laughs> fucking Oswald from fucking uh, <laughs> Drew Carey show. show. Yeah, so fucking good. Hey Peter, turn on channel wait, nine, man. Hey Peter, man, check on channel nine. <laughs> Woman's got her boobs out. Oh man, is this the breast exam? Lawrence, is this a breast exam again? <laughs> Lawrence, <laughs> <laughs> Lawrence, what would you do for with a million dollars? Two dicks at the same time, Peter. I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two dicks at the same time, man. <laughs> Never did it before. Feel like I can get it done if I had a million dollars. <laughs> That's what you do? Like two chicks at the same time? Feel like two chicks that do double up on a guy like me? Yeah. They would dollars. do it for a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh my god. And then like me and Molly have been watching Scrubs too, so fucking uh Dr. Cox is one of the fucking bobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I was yeah. like it like blew her mind. I was like, what? Oh my god, it's so he's Dr. Cox is one of the bobs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, it was it was definitely fun watching this time around. Uh and uh Cole, I didn't I, I haven't been watching Boardwalk Empire, but I uh started The Wire. Oh You did? Oh yeah. my. I'm two episodes in on The Wire. And I'm and? Fu- I'm fucking loving it. Okay. It's, uh, I will say this is like my Game of Thrones is the wire. Oh, like, oh shit. Like my. it is uh like the thing about Game of Thrones that I didn't like was the whole mystical thing, but I loved the whole idea of like different people interacting with each other through other in Baltimore. <laughs> Yeah, I, the only thing that I didn't like about Game of Thrones is that it didn't take place in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, no, like I was, I was like, the thing I love about Game of, like, uh, not Game of Thrones, fuck. The thing that I love about <laughs> The Wire is like, literally like, there'll be like one small thing that happens and it literally like affects 10 or 12 different people to where they're like, fuck this. <laughs> Like, so, like, the main character that you kind of follow is uh, Dominic West's character of McNulty, and he's, like, a big, he's a huge friend of of a judge in Baltimore, and he just kind of just brings up random shit where it's like, hey, I have a friend in the FBI, he says this guy is, like, kind of, like, running, like, the drugs in Baltimore, so it's like, and he just had a case where, like, one of his, like, cousins just got off. And I kind of thought you want me, you might want to know that. And he's like, really? Okay. So then that judge calls a fucking deputy who calls a fucking chief who's like, why the fuck are we not following this guy? And then it turns <laughs> to a big fucking thing where like, you're watching like this chain of events. Like it's like a ripple effect of like, even he gets like fucked over. It's like, Hey McNulty, I heard you talk to a judge. Now you gotta fucking type out a big fucking report about why this guy is a big deal and no one knows his name. And it's like, it, it's literally like, like, like the smallest fucking things turn to these big fucking cases. And like, you see how these cases get expanded, and you see all like the weird political things about the people around him, where they try and like decrease him. Whereas like, okay, 
we'll do a detail, but we'll like the bare minimum where it's like we'll only let you capture like their their dealers, and we won't do anything that's like te- like technologically based. Where you we won't let you like do taps on them and shit yeah. like that. But then like like fucking uh, Dominic West character will be like, well, that's, well, if you want me to be on the job, the only way I can actually do it is if I actually have them on tape saying they're gonna fucking sell drugs. Yeah. And it's like like this big back and forth where it's like the the lower end guys are trying to be like, hey, if you want me to catch this guy, I need I need evidence. And the bigger guys being like, well, that costs money, so we can't fucking do it. <laughs> and it's like literally like you're watching. The, and then meanwhile, you're watching like the drug dealers who are even more fucking prepared than the fucking cops, where they're like <laughs> they have like a whole fucking system where it's like the minute they see anyone, police are like five zero, and then everyone just kind of like scatters and like fucking. Like, like, roaches, they go back into their fucking homes, and they just, like, these cops just, like, walk through, like, a fucking empty neighborhood. Yeah. Like, it's it's so fun to, like, watch, like, the inner workings of, like, both, like, the police that are trying to catch drug dealers and the drug dealers that are trying to avoid police. <laughs> and I've only watched, like, two episodes. I've only watched, like, two episodes so far, so it's, like, super fucking fun to watch. So, I got friends from, like, the Northeast, and, uh, they are fans of the wire, but they're also like love to go to Baltimore comic con. <laughs> and so they all went after they all watched the wire and were petrified. Oh, <laughs> they're going to run into some shit. Like, the Baltimore. last, the last episode I watched, it's like you follow like these three super dumb detectives where like they get put on the detail because like the main, uh, chiefs of like both the narcotics and homicide division are just unloading all of their shit detectives on this detail so like it'll just go away so then like these shit these shit detectives are like you know what fuck this we can do it ourselves let's just go down there and just start fucking busting heads <laughs> and then so they go down there and they just start like they just start fucking like interrogating people like they're like fucking like hey pull your pockets and shit like that and then like all the people from the towers just start throwing TVs and fucking bottles at them and shit to where, like, by the time, like, actual fucking police get there, their car has been, like, already, like, on fire. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> where it's like, fuck. Like, it, it's it's such a fucking good show to where it's like, so, like, it, you, even asking yourself, like, why don't the cops just come in and just start busting heads? And then the minute they start doing that, like, they get overwhelmed to the point where it's like, no, you got to do this very fucking slow to where it's like you have enough evidence to where like you can bring start bringing people in and just like break it down piece by piece. Oh, fuck, I need to watch. It's the such wire. a fucking. God it's such a good. It. Show. Like I'm only I'm like, I'm like, I'm only two episodes in and I'm already like invested in every single character. God. It's so good. That's awesome. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's all I've been into. Well. If people want to talk about how I should get into the wire with you, where can they do that? You can go to the garden at Bucky Furman on Twitter. <laughs> Coach, where can they find you at? Hey, guys. Find me on Twitter. Find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook. Find me on... That's about it. But, hey, you can find me at Coach Havens on Twitter, Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find us all at Review ReviewPod on Twitter. There, you will find the tournament of random movies up and running. It is a oh, fucking catch it. <laughs> I gotta fucking look it up again because I don't remember. It is scary stories to tell in the dark versus we bought a zoo. God damn it! The <laughs> fucking worst fucking round ever. 
<laughs> God. I'm guaranteed this is going to get like fucking six votes max. Last one got like 19. That was a lot. Oh my God. Anyway, so vote for that. Uh, if you want to write into the show, send a voicemail, send a Gmail. Oh, love you, you JT. Uh, you can do that at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can do that there. Uh, our shows are found pretty much on any podcasting platform there is. If you want to recommend a show to somebody, you can f- uh, tell them to go anywhere. Uh, but that's going to be it. Tell them to go fuck themselves. All right. Uh, I, I Next week, I've got a choice. You Oh, it's Troy's pick. Oh, I'm, you do, because I had one ready, too. Whoa. You guys want to rock, paper, scissors for this thing? Are we going to Rochambeau for it right now? Did we? On three, rock, paper, scissors, and then on the on, on after scissors, you say what you're going to go with. Okay. All right, ready? Yep. One, R- two, three. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors rock. rock. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> okay. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors rock. Scissors. Okay, I beat you, bitch. Oh, <laughs> Troy <laughs> got it. <laughs> Troy got it. This was, could this have been the first... Audio only rock paper scissors match, guys. We did it. We are fucking pushing we just boundaries. Broke ground. We are we are pushing the boundaries of podcasting. <laughs> okay, so I last week when you opened up my eyes to what could be an under the influence movie because okay. I had I had only comedies. Wow, picked, and then this one was picked, and I'm guys, like, I'm going to go back to my this is my fault. <laughs> I was like. I, we could do stuff like Requiem for a Dream. Oh my god. We could, be do stuff, <laughs> we could do stuff like that. And then I saw this movie. I'm like, we need something to lighten the fuck it up. <laughs> we need to light it up real, real light big. Light it up. Big time now. Okay. So I'm going back to my comedy picks. Okay. And here we go. Oh, here good. we go. My under the influence pick. Okay. Is Beer Fest. <gasps> oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> Yes. My God. Broken Lizard. We're busting into a Broken Lizard pick. Wow. With Artie Lang. Beer Fit. Beer Fist. Is beer he, Fest. Is Barty Lang in Beer Fest? I have no idea. I Is he in this? I haven't seen this in years. I don't think he's in Beer Fest. Or Cola, you think yeah, Artie, a completely different movie? Artie Lang, right? No, no. It's, it's Broken Lizard Beer Fest. Oh, what the fuck movie am I thinking with Artie Lang? I Howard like Beer League. I think he's in Beer, beer League. League. Yeah. I'm thinking Beer Fest. Here we go. Beer Fest. Let's okay, I've never seen in, it. Uh, oh, not available on streaming services. You have to buy it. Still, I'll watch it. Good. Hell yeah. Uh, So yeah, we're going to be renting this one. I don't care. Because it's any other one, I'm like, this is a it's good too pick. depressing. It's a good pick. Too depressing, lightening it up a little bit, okay? Good pick. Thanks. I'll take it. I'll Thank take you. it. Beer fest. I'm, I'm game. Uh, So that's going to be coming up next week. Cole's pick will be coming up next week to round out yeah. uh, the month. See what we got going on for the rest of it after that. But until then, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. Yeah, I have been oh. Coach. Havens, I cut you off. Hey, yeah, well, I'm JD3K. And we are off.